Intellectual decay! Turn it off and watch your face! Hey. anymore. Welcome to the Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast. This is your host, Stephanie. When cruelty knows no bounds, when evil knows no limits, revenge strikes with its most frightening power. They called her one eye, then ran for their lives. Your most fearful nightmares, the most cruel sight you have ever seen, cannot match the shock of this motion picture experience. They called her One-Eye, Rated R. Joining me today are Jesse. Your mind is sick. You don't know what to do. We'll save you. No, I'm turning off! Don't do this! You belong in a green world. Your one-eyed monster is going to soften your eyes, much less your brain. John. Body by body. <laughs> Death will come in its most dreaded form. They bring their own omen. I go to a lot of movies. It's my thing. And a first-time guest, Dr. Benny Graves. Lore of the campfire, telling of his horror. Lost in the woods with the madman and the stars. Don't laugh at the tales. Heed if you call him the Cody, got it? Cody Jarrett, and don't ever forget it. On this episode, we will have a skin-crawling creeps, followed by our feature presentation, Fade to Black from 1980, which was a Patreon pick by Nasty Nick. But first, we're going to stop in at the sleazy speakeasy. Wine was invented by the Romans for orgies. Orgies are not too much fun if no one wants to do with you. You're supposed to spit it out. But no way, Jose, am I spitting this stuff out. It tastes like fruit. <laughs> Sweet berry wine! <laughs> All right, guys. Um, we're going to have John start us off on the speakeasy. What are you drinking, John? I am drinking uh, one of my favorite breweries, uh, Innocent Gun. Uh, this is uh, one I haven't had from them before. It's uh, Barrel Aged Kindred Spirits. It's stout matured in Irish whiskey. Um, well, we're Jesse, I, and uh, and Benny are drinking some concoction that Ben made, so I'll let him tell us what's in it. It looks like uh, there's chud testicles floating in there. An ecto-cooler. An ecto-cooler. Yeah. So uh, my chud testicles that I made, um, it's actually... Uh, a whole bottle of rum. There's a three quarters okay. of a bottle of peach schnapps in there. Okay. 
Uh, right, that's why I'm fucking buzzed right now. <laughs> we got that uh, the green uh, Hawaiian punch. The I don't green, know, the green. Oh, okay. I don't know what the flavor is. It's, it's green, green. Um, it's true. It's green. green and then drink. we got some ginger ale for okay, the carbonation. Okay, for the, car- the carbonation. Mm-hmm. And the floaty things are. Those are blackberries. Mm, and where black, did you get this black, recipe black. from? I made it with my <laughs> mind. Do you just clean <laughs> out what I have? This, right this is what I have. This is what I'm drinking. No, no, no. I, I, I distinctly, unlike Exhumed, where it was sort of a kitchen sink kind of thing, this was Which a, was actually not bad either. Right. Yeah. This was a decided attempt for you to go back in time to the time when you would, like, drink sugary stuff and then vomit later on. It reminds <laughs> me of, like, when my mom would have just weird, random flavors of Kool-Aid and she'd and mix would, them together. No. And it would just taste like, this tastes like... Purple. Remember when the Kool-Aid man, they had Halloween flavors and he had like the little Dracula out there? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sure some nerd actually collects fucking uh, Kool-Aid packets specifically for Uh, the different uh, outfits. Jesse, you can get that on my eBay shop. It's $75. (laughs) (laughs) My mom would never buy Kool-Aid because there was so much sugar in it. Neither would mine, but she let me God. have the squeeze-its, and they had the little faces on them. I had uh, juicy juice. The thing about that squeeze- was the, the we had, house. We had the Capri Sun. The, yeah, the thing about all those drinks is, well, particularly squeeze-its, that shit was like a half a mouthful of juice. Yeah. Like, you'd open it, you go squeeze-squeeze, and it's done. <laughs> and it's like, done. That was it. it doesn't had, quench your thirst. I had a sweet and tiny mouth, so <laughs> it was many. Uh, <laughs> and it was almost like a nipple, so it was like he was sucking a big old Jewish speaking nipple. Of, <laughs> speaking of sweet and Mama. tiny mouth, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself there, Benny? Oh, boy. All right, uh, so this is the hazing No, part. No, 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 no. Tell us, actually, what's on your bum profile i'm kind of curious oh boy so uh i think there's a photo of me looking stoic with my beard <laughs> and i'm uh reading the satanic bible um and then uh i think there's a photo of me that uh my one of my uh cherished lady friends noticed that had a uh richard ramirez on the front and you know most ladies don't love the night stalker it turns out I mean, because he had halitosis. So he's like, oh my god, <laughs> his breath tastes like Nestle Crunch in the sewer. <laughs> but he had those beautiful Lou Diamond Phillips locks that oh, look like Lou ramen. I mean, you, you would have to uh, just like just fixate on his like Jesse Gestopoulos hair because if you focused <laughs> on his Benjamin Franklin teeth and like his rancid cheese breath, you'd fucking to, to yeah. be fair, your vagina would just grow a hymen outside. It's it, the vector is Big Bang Theory. Game of Thrones, The Walking Dead, and now it's true crime for basic bitches. So oh like that, that through line on online Listen, dating is pretty I'm good. I'm not a basic Zoingo. bitch, and I've always loved true crime. And he's talking I don't about, like any of those other things. When he like says, Game of Thrones. when he says through line, it's actually him doing an uppercut <laughs> through a piece of paper, which is the woman's hymen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. that, 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 that is the through line. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. So what we're gonna do here is, I feel like it would be fun going forward uh, instead of having random people on here, because you know you guys have become, if you listen to the podcast, you've become accustomed to us and our personalities and maybe some of our background through the the episodes and so to kind of get the love going for Ben a little bit we thought it would be fun for each of us to just kind of uh, interrogate him as it were yeah and haze him in the process so so Steph why don't you uh, why don't you start okay well this is gonna be just a kind of a normal personal question not super personal but um (laughs) what's your dick size is it okay to talk about your profession yeah, it's for okay. sure. Okay, so you're a veterinarian, That's and me. I was a vet tech for 14 years, so we have that connection. Mm-hmm. But um, I was just wondering why you decided to become a veterinarian. Oh, all right. So that's being real serious here. Oh my, 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 second, my second question is not serious, though. Okay, okay. I want the first one. I mean, so realistically speaking, um, I was always, always really interested in like anatomy and physiology. And in high school, I was like, all right, I want to work with animals. I, I fucking hate people. Um, Just say you weren't smart enough to be an actual doctor. Yes, that's... That's not true. Veterinarians are fucking smarter, man. No, no, no. Well, according to my Russian parents, he's like, you're not a real doctor. (laughs) No! No! 
Yeah, like, seriously, Ben, what the fuck is going <laughs> on with my foot here? He was like, you cannot drop the pills you are taking on your own. You are not a human doctor. <laughs> so how many, like, so how many, like, mobsters come in with, like, gunshot wounds? That you oh, have to man, on a I don't know. Like, my, one time, though, I was talking to my dad, and I'm like, so, dad, what's, like, because he, this is language he would understand. I go, what's our net worth? And he's like, it's none of your business. And I was like, <laughs> okay, that's weird. <laughs> a guy comes with an abdomen, and he's like, fix this. And he's like, I can't, I'm not legally. You take your Jewish hand, and you fix this bullet right now. All I can do is spin the top. <laughs> What's your uh, second one? So, wait, so you always love animals. Yeah, so yes. I was always an animal fan. Um, I'm less a fan of people because I think uh, morally they're pieces of shit. So I followed the animal thing through line. And But what's more important, cats or dogs? I'm, I'm definitely more of a cat. Yes! yes! But no, but here's the thing. But here's the thing. Another winner! I like... Uh, <laughs> Melissa wanted me to talk about what kind of breed of dog I would want, and I decided. So there are two varieties of Chihuahuas. There's the kind that like oh, shit. Wait, wait, wait! Did you say Chihuahua? Wait, 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 wait! There's the two okay. varieties, right? There's one that like instantly attacks me, even though like I can like crush its little skull in my hands, and then there's the one that are like deathly afraid. Yeah. So I want that one. Yeah. I want to name him like uh like Bonesaw or something like that. And I want him to just like hang out with me and be afraid all the time. The only dog that ever actually bit me was a fucking Chihuahua. They're very yeah. bad. <laughs> You picked like the worst dog breed. I well, I thought I'd meet Darwin today. I was very excited. Uh, the day is not over yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Darwin's eating right now. So, okay. So that, that was your que- answer, right? Yeah. Okay. So my second question is not serious at all. And it has to do with vampires. And we kind of mentioned it a little bit on our book topic. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, I'm just curious what you believe, um, like vampire mythology. How do you believe a vampire is created? Oh, man. Um... So like, that is something that like is uh, a, it's such uh, a weird thing. To well, ask uh, Betty, uh, if you were if we were theoretically out of Denny's right now, what would be your menu well, option of choice? If we visit my Angel Fire from I mean, 2006, like, well, we talk about different. We talk about the different books and things like you know. There's kind of your standard like this is how a vampire is made. That there's all Mine, these other when, when an old person tries to go to Denny's and there's no <laughs> handicap accessibility, they, where's they, my moons <laughs> over my hammy? They turn to drinking blood out in the park so they technically become no, vampires. So for me, it's when a vampire 69's a normal human and he gets that taint blood and drains it from the Whoa, taint. Oh my taint god. What, what does a vampire do if he's doggy style a girl and her butthole gets all but bloody and he pulls it out already... and he's got like a dip <laughs> no. stick that's like, that, that looks like he was stirring spaghetti? Like, <laughs> listen, we have, we have already established that vampires can't have sex because they're fucking dead. He's like, my dicks but, don't work. But guys. like, not according to Lost Boys, they totally And, and True Blood. <laughs> True Blood, they fuck all the time. Okay, I don't believe in that. And the, best, and the best vampire series ever, Twilight. No, fuck that. All, all the time. They're just banging. <laughs> Well, so, like, in Lost Boys, where he's passing around the Hawaiian punch that they all drink, yeah. that's, like, a little bit of a reach for me, but, um... <laughs> I heard him say... Go oh, where's, on! Where's Melissa? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, talk right now! Baby, talk and I walk away! Um, but, um, my number one is actually when I read, uh, Interview with the Vampire, how he, like, drains him to near death, and then... He like lets him drink his blood. You and then are he's got, speaking to my heart got, right now. Uh, let's like Brad Pitt with his little puffy lips. You would play, <laughs> you would no, play no, it no, safe and do Anne Rice. See, you say puffy lips, I say dick sucking lips. Yeah, yeah, DSL. DSL. Mm. DSL. Mm. He's got them and I want to suck those dicks. <laughs> like, you, uh, boy, you got some candy apple dick sucking lips. I want to see them wrapped around my fucking. For me, that's that's what that's like. That's what I hold. All true. right, yeah. That's what I, I think I hold that's true. legit. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, my interrogation Thank is, you for humoring is beginning me. now. Yes. I'm gonna put the turn the lights down and put a big spotlight over Benny. Turn the lights down. <laughs> so I just want to I want to acknowledge that indeed 
Ben is being Melissa today, so. Oh, wow. <laughs> I want you what to, are we talking about? What I want you to do is, I want you to be Melissa, okay? So I want you to drink wine until you're pissing grape juice. <laughs> and show us your best grouper technique. Tuck, tuck, tuck your fucking dick between your legs <laughs> and <laughs> present to me your zombie dog that you have. Oh, well, you Where, where's Doodles? Oh, Doodles, please. <laughs> <laughs> And now you have to slow release of shit while we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben, let's begin. Are you a real veterinarian, true or false? True. To follow that question up, <laughs> is it also true that Jewish people use veterinarians as their primary care doctor? That, um... <laughs> <laughs> we're, a, we're a thrifty people. <laughs> so that's probably false because you have to pay vets out, right? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, like, but ketamine's kind of cheaper than a normal anesthetic, right? Uh, that's true. Propofol, that's like easy. Propofol! We all know Propofol. Michael Jackson. I mean, MJ. Describe we yourself in five words or less. Go. Uh, I'm Mark Marin. But with less self-control in Holy terms shit. of loving harm. <laughs> he put that in his OK Cupid profile. Of course, I said five words less that you're, you're gonna have to assassinate. No, I am Mark Marin without. No, okay. my, my, my next follow-up question to that was: Have you been planted here by Russian conspirators <laughs> to assassinate Mark Marin? I, I will be in next season of Glow, <laughs> and you'll never know. And you'll never know which the difference. No, no collusion. Hashtag that, no collusion. That airs in like a week. So uh, good job. Which I cannot wait for. I'm so excited. So pumped. Next. Yes. John Carpenter or Wes Craven? John Carpenter. <sighs> Freddy or Jason? Freddy. Bathory or Mayhem? Bathory. Wet or dry? Wet. Jewish guilt, fact or fiction? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought it was Catholic guilt. <laughs> it's, it's very true. <laughs> I want to actually just say um, one thing real quick uh, before we end the speakeasy. Uh, there, after uh, the previous episode when we had uh, when we were talking about that email we got from that listener that was really awesome mm-hmm. and we were discussing Anthony Bourdain, yeah. a shit ton of people reached out to us and sent awesome messages and we can't get in the habit of reading every um, awesome email we get sent. Um, but I just want you guys to know that we do appreciate all that stuff. And I just want to give a shout out to a couple people that reached us out and wrote us really, really awesome messages. Megan, Charlie, Mikey Huds, Robert Putney, VHS Curse, and an awesome, awesome, awesome message from a European listener. Goddamn, Steph. How do you say her name? I don't know. It's C-I-E-L-O. Kilo? Kilo? I'm not sure. Kilo Green? I'll say, I'll, I don't want to say Kilo, but I don't want to say Kilo, so I'm not going to say anything. But you know who you are. Yes. We're going to call you C. Yeah, Thank you. From London. It, it was no, it was a really awesome message. It was a really heartfelt message, and um, apparently she's just like homeless and just wandering, trying to find a place to live. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It, it was a sad story, but she listens to the podcast. It gets her through the day, and I just wanted to give her a shout out and say, you know, we love you. Yeah, we love you all. Hang in there. Yep. Shit gets better eventually. It does. Uh, all right. So up next is the skin crawling creeps. Man lives in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. But there is, unseen by most, an underworld, a place that is just as real, but not as brightly lit. A dark side. All right, so for this skin-crawling creeps, uh, we're going to have Jonald start us off. So when we last left our happy couple, they came back from the, what was it, Caribbean? Because Steph wanted to be a Caribbean, Caribbean queen. Caribbean queens! So what happened the last time you guys went to the beach? 
What? When, the, when did we go to the beach? Your feet got swole at the beach. Because <laughs> you got that, that uh, fecal material that was... Uh, oh, uh, the, yes, feeks. the feeks. Yeah. So what's happening in Jersey right now? Yeah, <laughs> oh, exactly. fucking shit city. Poop everywhere. And actually, just a side note, Melissa's actively bathing in <laughs> that fucking water right now, just fucking swashling that water right up her oh, vagina. Oh, Melissa's yeah. vagina is like a water balloon full of feces. But does she care? No, because she's drunk on wine. Yeah, wine? she's like, she's like berry wine. And meanwhile, Alex is on the shoreline playing Pokemon Go, and she's in there <laughs> just fucking shoveling shit water inside Steve her. Berry wine. Help me, Alex. I need this Porygon. <laughs> oh my god, all the Porygon. Actually, that's not my skin crawling piece segment. I just oh. wanted to continue on. If there's like a, a an upward trend of fecal material in the ocean, yeah. guys, like why are listen, we ruining our planet? I mean, I mean listen. I'm a, I'm a huge advocate for pissing in the ocean, but I am not a huge advocate for shitting in no. the ocean. If you Don't have to shit, it. just goddamn. I mean, like that's not the reason for the shit in the ocean. Someone's up clearly dumping something, but I know people go in the ocean and poop. And Why? Like, it's just weird to me. Like and scoop their fucking goddamn asses with the, you, with the three seashells. Like really? that ocean man. <laughs> How do you wipe your butt with your fingers? But no, no you, with pick up, you, you pick up one of them white seashells and you just scrape it. You just it. pick up a little crab you, you and scrape have the them, leavings. Have them scoop it right off. Oh, that's a joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> Was this like the three shells from Demolition Man <laughs> yeah, or something? Yeah. <laughs> So what what does asexual to you guys mean? To me, it means that you have no sexual desire. Yeah. For anybody. That's accurate. Yep. Is that what that means? I I would say without sex. Right. Right. So like, if you had no sexual desire, would you say that your genitals are unimportant to you? Yeah. I mean, probably. I mean, like, but I mean, but does that mean you don't masturbate? But I mean, like, if even if I didn't want to jerk off every day, which I do totally with a lot of fucking coconut oil, I would still want to pee, and I wouldn't want my cock cut off for the simple fact that it would just be weird to just have a hole oh, in my. Oh, you have to piss out of something. Yeah, it would just be weird to have a hole in my like fucking just pelvic yeah. area that was like a fucking penile like stoma. Or yeah, yeah. My yeah. dick. <laughs> what if you just took it a step further and like not only did I want my dick cut off, but I wanted people Balls to too? no, but, but I wanted people to. I don't know, sharing the celebration of me not no. wanting my dick and balls. Oh. No. And therefore, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to host a special event where I invite five of my closest friends over. I'm going to charge them $250 to come sit down with me. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to sippity sap, bippity pop, <laughs> as Jesse would say. <laughs> No. I'm gonna cook up my genitals <gasps> for and you to partake. Are you gonna scat me and Crothers? America you, has gone too are people, far. Are people eating penis? No, what I would do is if I wouldn't want my penis anymore, I would say, make my asshole into a cloaca so I can <laughs> so all the shit I, so I don't have to get up and pee anymore. I just can just it shit all piss. Comes out of the same I hole. wanna be able to shit piss. Yeah. I want it all at the same hole. That is easy. So this <laughs> actually happened, uh, and it happened in a at a banquet in Tokyo. Oh, no. Uh this guy a banquet. A banquet, a like, very honorable banquet. Is that, <laughs> is that like a beef and beer? <laughs> oh it's like a, a golden corral uh, for your genitals. <laughs> uh, so this guy uh, Sugiyami, um, he is I a self-described the names are the best. Uh, self-described asexual from Tokyo. He cooked up, seasoned, and served his own genitalia to five diners at a swanky buffet. Ooh, little in chewy. Japan. Also, we have the American buffet. There's like mozzarella sticks, there's French fries. <laughs> I mean, all the phallic delights are there for your taking. <laughs> so uh, he tweet he tweeted out, "I am offering my male genitals, full penis, testes, and scrotum as a meal for one hundred thousand yen, two hundred fifty dollars. We'll prepare and cook as the buyer's request at a chosen location. 
So just days after Sugiyami's 22nd birthday, the artist underwent an elective genital removal surgery, divvied up his severed penis shaft, testicles, and scrotal skin. Would they actually give you, like, see, in the U.S., if you got your penis removed and you said, I want it back, they wouldn't give it to no. you. No, they won't they, give you They'd be like, no, 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 But no. in Tokyo, but many also, things are possible. Also, it's very honorable. I'm pretty sure, though, if you go to a hospital and you're like, yeah, like, so I want my dick cut off, they're not going to just do that. But in you China, mean, they're you like... Mean the, you mean a psychologist would probably talk to you yeah. and be like, tell me, describe in detail... First, look at this inkblot. Does this look like your penis removed to yeah. you? Yeah, in China, though, it's like, it's no big deal. He's just going to make some general show chicken. <laughs> First of all, the story's in Japan, not China. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Wait, I thought English transcended all Asian directs. Oh, no. <laughs> Where'd do this? Wait, is he like that? Asian directs? <laughs> I think he meant oriental directs. <laughs> oh, this general t show's giving me their rears. <laughs> this is casual racism, oh, not full blown racism. God damn it! God, I love Fred Rangoon, though. See what happens when we have a third male on here? It's just toxic masculinity <laughs> just drips through your fucking body. And then it like seeps into me. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Steph grows like a nutsack. I'm like, so like, grabbing children from their immigrant I'm like families. A, I'm like a guy by osmosis Steph, or I swear something. To God, so we, when we pull apart your labia, there's scrotes there. Yeah. <laughs> my, yeah. my dick comes out of my vagina. <laughs> your, your clitoris, your clitoris gets embiggened. Yeah. If we, go home to have, if we go home to have sex and you take off your panties and you got a full nut sack hanging in the back of your lady, I'm gonna fucking leave. I'm the room. Gonna, I'm gonna say, That's not okay. Jessup, bend over because it's going right Wait, in that butthole. You're just gonna leave the room just, <laughs> until they're away. You're like, I'm in the kitchen now. <laughs> no, no. What do they call those things? What are those things called? The popples, where like you unfolded it and yes, the popple came out. I would say, oh. I would say, popple that thing back inside yourself. I'm, I'm gotta get out of here. So. uh so on April 13th, this is actually dated. I thought it was like recent. This was dated back in like uh, 2012. So on April 13th. 2012? Yeah, 2012. Holy shit. With uh, John Cusack? <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, man. Who John Cusack is, is driving a limo. And Wait, just, how like, big is his forehead in that movie? crevasses where he should be falling into no, the No, actually like a rift happens in fucking John Cusack's forehead. <laughs> I mean, it's no Geostorm, but it's no, good. It's oh, Geostorm is the best. <laughs> no, it's a terrible. Okay. So anyway, it's actually this was whole this all this thing was made possible because there was actually no laws against cannibalism. What going on there? But uh, there's actually a pictures I didn't uh, attach the pictures associated no. with. But you looked at it, you'd be like, that looks like just like straight up just chunks of meat. There's really no yeah. I mean, like so weird stuff. It's like when you get the um, El Pastor. Well, you know, a taco. It oh, could I just be. It could. That could. That could. Le- that could legit be shredded dick meat. I mean, you would never know. <laughs> the next time you it's look okay. at a, at a mushroom and it, and it's kind of got a, a a greater circumference and it looks a little like beef ravioli, it's, like a big it, portobello. It, you it, mean? It, it could be. Isn't our genetic structure like very similar to a pig? It probably just straight up tastes like. Well, pig, to answer like your question, <laughs> <laughs> the veterinarians here. You're absolutely uh, correct. <laughs> I don't know. That's upsetting to me. And then he just pulls an El Pastor out I of his pocket. I want to know the five people. Like, they, this article doesn't go into great detail about the five people that, like, that put up $250. Yeah. But, like, I'm just curious. $250 is, like, it's such an arbor- arbitrary amount of money. Like, like that's not, like... So what would you charge for your genitals to be consumed, oh, Jesse? I, I, would say I, like, yo, I would say, like, yo, this we're going to fucking slow cook this shit like baby back ribs. Mm-hmm. We're going to braise it. You got to pay me $1,000 a piece. Yeah, but yeah. what are the portions going to be, Jesse? These really? are my burnt ends. I mean, you don't know how big as dick is so John, I mean, yeah but it's, John. we're not talking about like in full gorgement that they chop it off no my fucking dick's like a hors d'oeuvre <laughs> <laughs> I, would tell to, I, would, I would tell them to cut off my dickhead and put like fucking crab meat in it and then, <laughs> and then toothpicks so it looked like a fucking goddamn portobello with those little mini napkins yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is upsetting to me I don't know whatever 
eating dicks. <laughs> I mean, you eat dicks so much. So. I know. It's well, I don't, a, I don't actually ingest them. That's the you thing. just wish there was crab meat on my dick when you. Oh, okay. It. So I guess it's my turn. Kind of gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't eat mood. crab meat. I don't even eat crab meat. Imitation crab meat. Um. Okay. So that's what I call my dick. You eat lobster. That's what my dick is. My um. My topic is is uh something I found in the book that I just read, which I covered in our uh, where the books are buried. Oh yes, blue balls. And no, <laughs> not blue balls. <laughs> um, blue beard. So I was reading this book, and it has like a lot blue of blue balls. His- don't really exist by historical, the way. historical. But I mean, they don't they don't turn blue, right? Yeah. They just like get full and they hurt that's a that's a lie that's is a, it you just, you just get really horny that's a lie a man saying. made up so a woman would suck his dick uh, and not feel bad okay that's what that is yeah blue I mean, balls I- would exist if you like went <laughs> on my nutsack like it was like a fucking uh, punching bag then yeah. yes. come on oh, rock okay. <laughs> you can do it rock okay let me fucking talk. What are you doing? So, um, so Bluebeard. So I read, like, I read in the book about Bluebeard, and there was this reference to Bluebeard and the specific name that of the person. And I was like, oh, is this like historical or not? Um, but so it is a French folktale, and it was written by Char- Charles Perrault, or Perrault. I'm sorry, the, John six, just showed me pictures of this fucking oh, this prepared dick. Yes. Holy <laughs> shit! Does it look good? Is, is it, it like, like a dick? You could see like the fucking like uh, veins. No, it's there's, there's some scrotes. <gasps> no, that clearly is a penis. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, what? It's, I think, what, and I can't remember what the tissue's called in the dick. I think it's called like spongiform. That's what yeah. it fucking looks mm-hmm. like. Oh, it's, it's spo- upsetting. Spongiform encephalopathy. The spon- no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I had to pull. It I up. mean, it's not mad cow disease. Corpus spongiosum. No, but I yes, mean, corpus spongiosum. But, but you look at that like if it was like disguised, I would be like, okay, maybe. But no, that's clearly a dick. Yeah, no, it looks like a cock. Yeah, it looks like a fucking. And there's there's actually little arrows on the diagram at the bottom, and they have like little uh, Japanese characters and like tastiest pen, <laughs> super good <laughs> grins. It's a little chewy. <laughs> This is so juicy. That was Italian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Leon, this dick. <laughs> oh a fucking chicken parmesan, except the fucking goddamn penis. Right, so, so Bluebeard, I was like, okay, like I've heard Bluebeard, but I don't know anything about it. So it's a folktale. And in the folktale, um, he basically marries this young um, woman from town. And he tells her not to go to a closet in the basement. And what does she do as soon as he leaves? He, she goes to the closet in the basement. And, and fucking she finds- R-, R. Kelly's in there. She well and Michael Jackson. And no, he's, and he's pissing and on people. She finds the remains of his previous seven wives. Ooh. Okay, and then he comes home and he figures out that she did it. That she went down there. Oh, he finds seven skeletons. Yeah, like I'm blood all over the place, and he's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." And then basically, her brothers come and save her and kill him. So that's like the folk tale. It's okay. like an opera right. based on this. So, but it, it's based on starring Stanley Tucci. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Tucci. Tucci. <laughs> did you say Tucci? Tucci. Tucci. The Tucci. Um. So this is based on the life of and his matted ass hair. It's it's debated but like between two different people, but I'm going to talk about the person that they actually mentioned in the novel that I read, and his name was Guy Deray, and I'm probably saying it wrong, but, it's, but it's French, so no, it's called Ghidra, and it's a fucking goddamn, it's a Godzilla monster, God- oh, Godzilla man. monster, yeah. the coolest Godzilla monster. <laughs> so he was a leader uh, of the French army, and he was a companion uh, in arms of Joan of Arc. Um, he was not there for her death, but the novel that I read, actually, he was supposedly there and watched her get burned and lost his mind. But anyway, so in, in true, in real life, he was not there to see her get burned at the stake. Um, and he, when you say burned at the stake, did they just tie him up and tell him your mama jokes? 
marshmallow. You want like a roast? Like, no, they, no, like, no, Jesse. Your they, mama's so small she can hang glide on a Dorito. And someone's like, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think mama jokes. No, no, they had the two strongest guys come in and they just did the fucking Indian burns on his fucking forearms. <laughs> He's like, oh my God. Dude, Indian burns are the worst. The worst. I mean, but Steph, why are they called Indian burns? I don't know because people are racist. I call, it's true. I, I call them Native American. It's true. It's true. The it's Indian, true. Everything about the Indian burns is racist. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he retired. No, actually, the proper way to do an Indian burn is you scalp someone first, and then you do the Indian burn. <laughs> and then you, that, go, then you go on the fire and go like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. and you'd be like, please oh, give me rain. <laughs> that was my like Jerry Goldsmith Indian song. Please give rain. Please give rain. Everything just turns into everything turns into the age of innocence. Son. Devotion. <laughs> oh, I'm inside. And I'm inside. And, then, and I'm inside. And, it, and you're pregnant. It cuts to someone eating like fried dick. Oh and the old people trying to get in, but there's no handicap accessibility. God damn it! But I just wanted a country skillet. Okay, so he re- he retired from the military, and then he dabbled in the occult. And then he murdered anywhere from 60 to what 200 is, children. All right, that's Grab right. your glocks when you see blue beard. Keep, keep going back. What the fuck is dabbling in the fucking occult mean? I don't know. Steph, There's a I, went to a, I went to one meeting and I dabbled in the occult. I don't occult. know. He tried to conjure some bullshit. That was a really work, big, like, so he dabbled. You did not use the word and then properly. Because it was like, he dabbled in the occult and then he killed fucking mass genocide 40 people. No, it's like children. I mean, I'm like, like Hitler had his paintings. He did some things in and Austria. then he killed like six million Jews. Exactly. Plus Arr, all these a final solution. Gypsies and I mean, homosexuals. But, I mean, and, yeah, yeah that mean, there's an escalation, is what there I'm is. saying. What what I, well, no, but I actually heard the reason for all the Jews, like for that, was because they had actually too much gas and they had to use the gas. And so Hitler's like, here's a solution to get rid of the gas. <laughs> this is my final solution to get rid of the gas. <laughs> Are you stop? That's, that's interesting. No. <laughs> we have all this gas we have to use up. It's like when you have a refrigerator full of extra lunch meat, but you have to use no, all the rest of it for the end of the week. So you put extra Why meat on the sandwich. Why would Germany have a surplus of Zyklon B? I'm really curious. Curious. Okay. See, but I'm so, wearing the striped pajamas in this scenario. Show me where the striped pajamas. Show me where the. Show me where the. Show me clocks when you see the guy in the striped pajamas. Show me where they where they tattooed the Star of David on you. Oh man, it's a chest piece, and I got like AK 47s coming off. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I wish that were true. And it, and it says "Run with the Wolves." <laughs> okay, so to to expand and the upon, wolves have curls. to expand upon, <laughs> yeah, the dabbling in the occult. Does that make them kosher? Yeah, wolves? exactly. So in his in the testimony at his trial, he said that he sought out individuals who knew alchemy and demon summoning, and then they did some things and had some experiments, and that didn't work. Basically, I mean, this is dabbling. But how do you look at? How do you be on the lookout for those people? It seems like they're very like just easy to come upon. I mean, I don't know. It was Wait, when was France this? Like in when the 1400s. in the fourteen hundreds? Yeah. So I it mean, wasn't a guy being like, "Yeah, I watched Ghoulies once. Let's go down to the basement." <laughs> no, there was probably. You want to see some puppies and baguettes? <laughs> it was probably that scary house in the woods, and that was like, oh, uh, that was every house in the fourteen hundreds. There was just houses in woods because there was nothing else to live in. This is according to the Wikipedia. Okay. Okay. Ah, okay. Oh, shit. So, hashtag fake news. I mean, yeah, you would would absolutely fail this stuff. Cite your sources. (laughs) 
This is like a boycottable. So, give me a give me APA format too. So yeah, so he basically kidnapped and and murdered a bunch of children, both male and female, mostly male. And like I said, anywhere from 60 to 200, but I think they estimate it to be about 140 kids. So How all the from the, the neighboring like towns. Can you see him like he's using a Ouija board? He's like, all right, I'm going to be contacting a beast that wants <laughs> children. <laughs> and you hear like, and then he looks up who called me from the heavens have you the requisite profile that I demand no he looks up and he sees Michael Moonwack walking upside down on the ceiling and he's like Oh, my. Oh! Dirty Diana. Okay. And he starts pissing from the ceiling. Have like, you caught <laughs> the spirit of Billy Jean? The, the guy, like, holds up his mug. He's like, please, please give me an honor. And Michael Jackson just starts pissing in his cup. And he's, like, upside down on the ceiling. So there was a biography written about him in the 70s. And this is what they quoted. So this is what he would do. He would, like, so the boy was pampered and dressed in better clothes than he had ever known. The evening began with a large meal. In the 1400s, and some better clothes drinking. than you'd ever known was actually clothes. Yeah, exactly. like, this <laughs> is the best mask onesie I've ever had. This is um, a slight upgrade from a potato are, sack. Are, are these pants made of leaves? The, Jesus Christ. The, thank you. The boy, my bag shoes. My the boy. dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to like. Listen, usually, like I have Melissa back here. Oh, all right, all right, all right. But now oh, wait, it's wait, like wait. three of you against me. <laughs> Let me go it's really hard. <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> Dear God! Okay. So and okay, then basically he would take them up to a room where they would then f- figure out like, oh shit, he's gonna kill me, and that like he got off of that fear. Mm. Of them, Wait, like, was there, oh, God. Was, there, was there pre-cum involved? Yeah, well, he, well there's more about, I'm going to talk about masturbation. So give me a second. <laughs> all right, all right, get you to guys, the masturbation you part. You guys are waiting for the masturbation. Yeah. I thought he was a myth, though. Like, I thought Bluebeard was a complete myth. No, it's so based him being on, real it's is based crazy. It's based on a real person. But, like, loosely, because the Bluebeard, like, killed his wives, but, like, this guy killed children. So I don't know, whatever. Cute. Um, so, yeah, so he had, and he had servants who helped him who would, like, capture these kids and, like, potentially kill them for him after he masturbated upon <laughs> their bodies. <laughs> Why is that so, funny, Steph? I mean, no one else laughed. No. Wow. I mean, listen. it was you by yourself. It says, it was, so he had this one guy named, I don't know what his name was, Poto, Putu, whatever. He was an accomplice in many, of, in many of the crimes and testified that his master stripped the child naked, hung him from ropes, from a hook. He's like, hey, <laughs> hey, Mr. Poo Poo, come over here. Can I just make this guy's kid naked? I'm just imagining him down Red there rocket. with like five kids. Wait. He's like, stop me, Shmi. Stop me. <laughs> <laughs> to prevent them from crying out, then masturbated upon the child's belly or thighs. If the victim was a boy, he would touch his genitals, particularly the testicles and buttocks. Taking the victim down, they would comfort the child and assure him that he only wanted to play with them. And then either he or one of his was servants the, would kill the kid. Was the playing always naked wrestling? I mean, they, he hung them up. That, that's that, not that's wrestling. What, well, that's what Albert Fish liked to do uh, to kids he, too. He, he eat their butts. He would like to. He would like to wrestle with them. Arr, yeah. It's only two hundred and fifty doubloons to eat this child's peepee. <laughs> yeah. So then they would kill that's the children either by <laughs> de- they would kill them by decapitation, cutting their throats, dismemberment, uh, or breaking their necks with a stick. Great. With a stick. Yeah. Good lord. Know. It's fucking horrible. Who's got that so, many sticks? Yeah. Just, so he confessed. Just keep saying good lord. He confessed, You're doing a good job. He confessed to all of this, and I guess some of the ones that he thought were handsome or beautiful he would then like hold their dead bodies and more, kiss uh, i mean you're doing good you're doing good ben but more absent-minded minded staring into the corner melissa does that a lot <laughs> and then and then, they and then would, random like just like updating doodle pics while we're yeah recording. and they would burn the bodies and she itches her crotch a lot 
Yeah, they were, and they found the, but apparently they found like a room full of dead bodies that he had masturbated. And then I guess masturbated, masturbated, Some of them he also sodomized. That's, that's when, when you smear them. the precum on them first, and then you masturbate. Oh my god! Yeah. Do you think though that this was like a legit time where he was like, "I'm not gay. I guess it's a ritual. I gotta. Oh, I came so hard, but, but I guess, like, I'm not gay." Well, I, guess, I can't I believe think, the servants were like, "Yeah, um, we're just gonna keep going along with this <laughs> thing." <laughs> but John, it's, it's, a re- it's a really good job. Okay, I mean the benefits are so kick ass. I mean. <laughs> Have like, you seen the 401k? <laughs> He's like, I'm going to get those new Adidas bag shoes. But, so, yeah, so there was like a trial and he was found guilty and he was hanged in 1440. Yeah. And, and by that, evidence, I mean all these children's <laughs> bones all throughout yeah. your property. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to save up uh, three easy pages for this katana sword on QVC. <laughs> but, and so close. I mean, listen, if I have to take this kid and his dick gets cut off, I'm one step close to that katana sword on QVC. <laughs> His servants were also found guilty, and they were also hanged, but their bodies were burned. Oh, I figured one of them probably, like, ratted him out. Yeah. Yeah, so they all testified against him. And the house... Testify! (laughs) And the house just fell into disorder, and no one knows the true location of the house of Bluebeard. There was a little bit of controversy whether or not he actually did all these crimes. I mean, I think there was a lot of controversy there when you were talking about, but... Probably. But I guess there was, like, some religious... Thing. like people say there was like a religious conspiracy oh, against them was it really 140 know. children they said anywhere from 60 to 200 oh, it's all Bluebeard. Anywhere, anywhere from 60 to 200 yes. but john yes. it was the 1400s most people didn't know math it's not like they were all like, <laughs> you know it's like a thousand and, kids and, 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 I don't also, know. and also the, the local priests usually kept the, the records of the uh, parish yeah. so they were like uh it could be any number of children which ones have i sodomized yet <laughs> not this many they learned to count up to five and then after that they were, they couldn't even count your other fingers they were just like this one two three four five one two they're like that's not how you count right <laughs> i reached the end that's a shit ton of let's kids. just say there's at least 60 to four thousand. <laughs> <laughs> no I, but i guess there's been some claims that it's been around 600 but that seems like a lot that like, seems I don't like know how that, that's really like, you wake up no, no, and no. it's like you're in rural france i, I wake up at 600 kids you wake up at 6 a.m you're killing 30 kids before you get to lunch yeah no, no, that, that's, well, that's like crazy it's like a countess bathory thing right like yeah. you know that like back in the day people would be like yeah i mean i'm getting paid whatever like you right. can just get away with killing no, with, like yeah. with, with that many kids bodies his house was probably made of children so you're walking <laughs> to the front door like the doorknob's like a kid's fucking ball sack yeah. and you're turning that to go inside the fucking goddamn her- the frame of the hearth is made up of freaking like naked kid assholes and it's just like <laughs> it's like that kind of looks like a kid's face no 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 interior decoration <laughs> try this parfait you like it it's real good <laughs> Anyway, that that's it. That's Bluebeard. That's all I'm going to talk about. So, Benny, it's all you. Uh, so my um, skin crawling creepiness Listen, is actually it, it related. It better be a good one. It, it, okay. It's good. Is it crabby? Uh, it's not. It is related to a crabby scenario. So uh, the Where the Books Are Buried Patreon uh, exclusive thing we did, I talked about the crab series of books. There are seven and... Uh, if you want to listen to any Patreon content and were you a Patreon member, five dollars and above. You five dollars. Listen, listen to all that. Two claws. Because actually, a dollar doesn't make you holler, but five dollars will get you inside. Inside. That's like seventies hooker prices. Yeah. Um. So I <laughs> inflation. Um, keeping up with the like crustacean theme, I did the blue ringed octopus, which uh, octopus? genus Haplocalena <laughs> and species Lunalata. Ooh, so, Lunalata. Right. I like that. Uh, so they're found in tide pools and reefs of the Pacific and Indian oceans. Is and there something I, to do with the moon? Uh, no, unfortunately, oh, okay. no. They come out. With, they come out during the moon and they take 
small children's assholes <laughs> into the ocean. They have those like novelty like barbecue aprons on that have an ass on the back. <laughs> those are hilarious. It says Top Chef, and it's actually like a it's like a squid on the fucking apron <laughs> ripping open a kid's asshole. <laughs> but a squid's different from an octopus, Jesse. It's true. So uh, yes, they're all the same. It's true. The octopus it's and squid true. are totally different. It's true. It's true. Tentacle equals squid. Octopus. <laughs> so they have like yellowish skin, and they have these bluish black rings that are almost like light up like a piece. Did you say? Did you say rings? Like an anus? Like his children's? Jamauna. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently those blue rings that are on their tentacles, they like light up when they're provoked, and they predominantly consume little crabbies and crustaceans. So they're like an organic that. light bright. They are an organic light bright. Um, like your favorite toy. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> so apparently they're pretty docile animals, but their venom contains tetrodotoxin. Which is found in pufferfish and a poison dart for eggs. Oh shit! Wait, what is that dialogue you're using right now? I, uh, I think that was Japanese. It's from the I'd Orient. <laughs> <laughs> Five inch punch. I mean, it's, uh, it, it sounded like ramen to me. <laughs> and apparently, that's enough venom actually to kill 26 adult human beings within minutes. Oh god. Um. So uh, apparently, it's like a painless effect. So tetrodotoxin is a it's a it's a toxin that paralyzes you, so oh, you're completely no. awake when it happens. But That's it paralyzes horrifying. your respiratory system. That's what happens to me. Like, I wake up sometimes and I can't really breathe and I can't move. And then I see, like, Steph's asshole right in my freaking <laughs> face. And, uh, and she just keeps, she keeps saying, you can't move, but you can eat it. <laughs> and I wake up and I got a lot of... Fake news. And it's salt. <laughs> I wake up and my mustache is like, a, it smells a little musky. <laughs> oh and apparently, tetrodotoxin, the toxin itself, is 1,300 times more potent than cyanide. Oh, my God. Which is, like, insane conceptually. Yeah. So, so we've harvested it, and we've made it into a natural resource. I was just going to say, it sounds like a fucking movie. It sounds like a movie. It sounds like Deep Blue Sea or something it like does. that. Right. So the science behind it, and my mother packed me a tuna fish sandwich, <laughs> is that uh, <laughs> it, it, it blocks the sodium channels, and that like exchange of ions is responsible for everything that your cells do in the body. Right. So uh, it blocks the nerve cells, and so it paralyzes your whole body. You're awake for it, but it also paralyzes your diaphragm which is responsible for your breathing mm -hmm. so you're basically not breathing and the only way to treat it is to have somebody give you uh, artificial respiration have you on a respirator for at least like once you're past the 24 hour mark you're okay beyond that that's crazy. before that point and if it happens to you and it's a painless bite too so it's happened to people historically and they're like do 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 i'm having a great time at the beach and then they're dead oh my um, god so the octopus bites you to get this or it's in their tentacles? so it's actually like um it's like released by them in the bite and it's like a completely painless scenario so like an octopus is has like a beak right yes? exactly okay um and then they're pretty docile but if when they do bite you again something you don't notice and then over the key over the a very short period of time over minutes you'll experience the initial signs and in the cases where people have survived it's because they were hospitalized and put on a uh, automatic respirator intubation and all that right stuff. exactly yeah. um and now here's an interesting fact apparently it was one of the things that was alleged used in voodoo in like zombieism is bill pullman involved right exactly <laughs> so uh, no, I, was gonna, I was gonna say is fisher stevens involved and is he a hacker <laughs> Hack the planet. so apparently in haitian voodoo preparations and this idea first appeared in the 1938 nonfiction book tell my horse by zora neil Thurston. Yes! that's actually a paperback from hell yes is it uh no, no. <laughs> tell my horse please tell, tell it what tell so, it what i'm sorry i'm so watch out for the blue octopus wilbur uh, I had to eat him. 
Apparently, like, there are multiple accounts of its use by a uh, Haiti voodoo sorcerer called Bokor. Okay. Bokor. That sounds like a fucking like Bokor. Master of the Universe figure, right? <laughs> Bokor. And it's got tentacle arms. And he's got a bunch of Jamaican beef patties That's, that he gives you. That smells like mothballs. <laughs> and uh, apparently it was also the symbol of this uh, octopus is on like the tattoos and all the walls and stuff in the movie Octopussy. Because that's like what their little cult is all oh, about. Interesting. Come back I've, to Sean Connery. I've never seen that movie. Don't go, Junior. Ja- just one thing, my father. Is that didn't a Sean Connery bond? It is. When yeah, I was yeah. young, he, he told me, "Don't eat a pussy because it will get the goddamn. It, it paralyzes you immediately. The juice from the fucking vagina. We named the dog Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> we named the dog Indiana." Indy. No, yeah, yeah me and Seth just watched. For, oh we God. just watched the little side Last Crusade. Yes. We just watched Last Crusade, and my fucking love for fucking um, <sighs> the blonde, the, chi- the chicken there, the oh, blonde. Oh, oh my, yeah, Listen, Ilsa, Ilsa, Ilsa. 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 My love for Harrison Ford because he was fucking. Well, she's hot. like, she, she's like, isn't Harrison Ford so attractive? And it's like, let's just talk about Elsa for a second. No, she's Seth, gorgeous. Because I was just walking around with fucking <laughs> Masters of the Universe underwear sopped in nut, <laughs> <laughs> like from, from watching that so he many is. times. <laughs> Give me yeah. your hand. She is hot. God. I love Harrison it, Ford. Basically, but my Masters of the Universe underwear looked like fucking He-Man was drooling. No, it looked like dried eggshell. <laughs> <laughs> your mom's like, your mom's like why, why does He-Man have a helmet on? I didn't, like, I, didn't, I didn't use starch in the laundry, but somehow you're fucking... God, dirty white. He's a fucking rock car. She, she pulled oh it out. was like fucking like ancient sea scrolls. <laughs> it's the money's curse, man. <laughs> she tried to start rolling it up, but it just evaporated the dust. <laughs> She's like, God damn, just your underwear was like a mummy fart. Jesus yeah. Christ. She looked at your underwear. She's like, you chose poorly. <laughs> you chose poorly. Oh, my He-Man underwear? I threw it out. And by out, I mean I had to use the entire bag because it, it took up the entire circumference of the It was a biohazard. She's like, you're breathing in your underwear right now, Jess, because it fucking just disintegrated. <laughs> oh, you breathing in cum? Strange. <laughs> So that's it. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my bit. Crazy. Sean Connery in that movie, he has a like little submarine that he rides in that looks like an alligator, and he's like, "Oh, holy shit, I'm drowning in the salt water." <laughs> and it comes out. What? Yeah, yeah he has like a little like half submarine. I haven't watched like, a any, I haven't watch any of the fucking micro. See, the funny thing about that is, my grandma was obsessed with fucking Sean Connery, and she would watch the fucking James Bond movies on repeat. And I never like, saw so the old ones. Anytime the, there's a James Bond marathon on like, what is it, like the, the movie TNT channel? TNT was a yeah, big TNT. one about it back in the My day. father has to watch all of them. Yep, my dad was all about uh, James Bond and we would watch it all the time. And there's one where Connery has Asian face. He's wearing like Asian <gasps> no. face makeup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's in Tokyo. And he's like, oh, yes, very honorable. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> See, I only remember like Pierce, Pierce Bronze, Brosnan up. I, don't I remember, know. Well, I remember you, were, you were spared as a child. Well, I remember Famke Jansen in that movie and little baby Ben getting like hell <laughs> No, no, I, I remember um, double, what is it, double zero for your height only, Wang Wang. Oh, Wang Wang. Wang Wang's the best. Wang Wang is the Wang, best. Wang Wang was the best James Bond. If you don't know about Wang Wang, you need to Google I, Wang Wang. Oh, yes, he I was do. This is Scream Stream. This is the midget, the midget combo movie. I mean, is, it, little is person. midget okay? I don't know. Dwarf? I'm a, <laughs> I'm a veterinarian and I endorse this message. <laughs> I mean... Ben's like, yeah, he was the Gandhi midget, you know? <laughs> By chutney, right? He jumped out of the window and floated down on an umbrella. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching that Scream stream, and I was it's like, amazing. what the fuck <laughs> is this, and how do I get it? It's Wang Wang. All right, so I'll take us out of this uh, skin crawling creeps. I have something here for oh, I'm you. I'm so excited. I, I struggled to um, decide if I wanted to preface this or not, and I decided that I'm not going to preface do it. it. 
Surprise and, us. And I'll, what do they call it? Post-visit. Post-visit? Post-visit. <laughs> that's something. Do you prologue? The title the of same? this, I'm going to be reading something to you guys. The okay. title of this is called, Dan is Dead. Dan is dead, said Arnie Thomas. He stood at the foot of the bed, naked from the waist down, drenched in blood, with brain matter dripping from the hammer he clutched with a firm grip. His biceps glistened with perspiration. Oh my god! Gasped Roseanne. A charge of electricity shot down her spine, ending at the tip of her engorged clitoris, Wait, soaking her thighs in sexual lubricant. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Arnie shivered in anticipation. Finally, the prize he coveted more than life itself was within his grasp. Moments earlier, after finishing a friendly game of poker, he had had enough of Dan Connor constantly rubbing his sex life in his face. Grab me another brewski, would you, buddy? Said Dan, dealing out the cards for another game. <laughs> is this a fucking myth? Is this a fucking erotic fucking yes. Roseanne fanfic? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's real, Marty. <laughs> Arnie complied, sitting up, heading to the fridge, and noticed the hammer on Dan's workbench, along with a set of BDSM chains. Dan glanced over as Arnie inspected the shackles. You like those? Fixing to install a sex swing in our fuck dungeon. <laughs> Wait, they're a, they're a middle-income family. They can't afford a fuck dungeon. Is there an episode about that? I can't wait to try it out on that feral pig of a wife. Dan chortled, taking the last swig of backwash from his warm beer. I love when people chortle. Arnie's blood boiled as he envisioned Roseanne spread open like a charcuterie tray full of exotic meat. <laughs> charcuterie tray! <laughs> that is outside of the class. Don't ruin meats for me. He had heard enough and buried the hammer in the back of Dan's head, followed by a brittle crunch, then again in the side of his neck, which collapsed like rotting fruit. He stood back, watching the life drain from Dan's eyes as a torrent of gore jetted from his jugular, dousing his pants, which he promptly removed, revealing a throbbing cock that rhythmically <laughs> bounced in sync with his pulse. No! No! I mean, dicks do do that, so I mean, it's accurate. It's upsetting! Dan's lungs sounded like a garbage disposal full of McDonald's and ricotta cheese as he fell to the floor, choking on his own blood. <laughs> Grab Roseanne, snapping Arnie out of his stupor. He ripped off his he ripped off her mildew-scented nightgown. And began chewing on her sausage nipples like Tootsie oh! Rolls. Why? <laughs> Do the dirty dirty Roseanne moaned as Arnie's head disappeared between her butt cheeks. <laughs> Somewhere she could never get Dan to finger, let alone taste. To reach! <laughs> Arnie felt like he was guzzling a chocolate milkshake strained through dirty gym socks. Oh! As, <laughs> as he devoured her ass. <laughs> Pre-cum dripped from his dickhead like slobber from a rabid dog. Oh, God. He played with her clit like his tongue was double-bagging groceries before <laughs> plunging years of pent-up aggression into her vagina like depth charges destroying Stop. Nazi submarines. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure around his shaft was so intense it felt like magical elves were shrink-wrapping his penis tighter and tighter with every thrust. <laughs> uh, 
Tell me more about these magical elves, quick. <laughs> Arnie then felt a hand clutch his rump, startling him. He turned his head enough to see Jackie French kissing the entire <laughs> circumference of his asshole. <laughs> Bury that bone like a grave digger, she muttered sloppily. <laughs> like a dog that had swallowed too much peanut butter. She clumsily pulled at his bean pouch like a lighthouse calling <laughs> semen to shore. <laughs> Suddenly, the bedroom door swung open violently. What's going on in here? DJ said. No, 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 stop, stop. He was completely naked aside from a pair of pink roller skates. What? He glided into the room like a beautiful cherub and to the bedside as Arnie dismounted Roseanne, his weakened soldier, tacky and vagina gel. As if he was smothered in Elmer's paste. <laughs> DJ, DJ bent over in front of Arnie as Roseanne and Jackie spread his butt cheeks like Blackbeard reve revealing a treasure chest full of brown gold. What? <laughs> Do it for dad, DJ said, winking at Arnie. No! <laughs> no! This just went to a whole other level. Yes. This is a Father's Day episode. <laughs> Roseanne and Jackie forced him towards the child, their weight crushing his chest like Paula Dean leaning on a deli counter, <laughs> sampling slices of bologna. <laughs> he felt like a comet at the mercy of gravity being sucked into a collapsing star. <laughs> Solid metaphor. I, this is making me uncomfortable now. <laughs> it's almost done. Okay. Dan sat up in bed, gasping for air, awakened by the terrible nightmare. I can't breathe, Roseanne, he said, panic, grabbing his chest. <laughs> oh my god, I'll call 911, Roseanne said, stumbling out of bed half asleep. While wiping the clotted cream from her eyes, the phone slipped from her greasy potato chip hand, and she tripped <laughs> over the phone cord, ripping it from the wall, and slamming to the floor like a professional wrestler, body slamming a, an obese polar bear. <laughs> what the fuck? Dan saw her. Hold up the severed wire in disbelief before realizing he was actually watching her from above as he drifted towards the ceiling, his lifeless body below him like an empty carton of 20-piece chicken nuggets. <laughs> he felt like a Brussels sprout fart dissipating <laughs> in the air. There were no angels playing trumpets. There were no fiery gates. There was just the infinite silence of nothingness repeating for eons into lightless oblivion. Dan was dead. Holy shit. So this is the story of when Dan had the heart attack. Yes. As oh an my Guys, God. the pedophilia is okay if it was a dream sequence. Uh, no, it never happened, though. Never it was happened. Close. It was close. Can we talk about happened. when I hear something like this? All I can think about is like the first guy that made a computer like fills the room. He's like, soon we'll even be able to do math. And I'm like, guess what we get to do with the internet <laughs> later on. Here, read this transcript. And he's like, I have to go to the office. You see her in so, snap. <laughs> that started out with me wanting to talk about some kind of like erotic fan fiction and ended with me writing that. Did so, you write that? So I wrote that. You wrote that? That is incredible. That metaphor work is incredible. I wrote that for the podcast. Okay. Yeah. I think I have to reconsider our marriage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wanted to do something about Rosie. Wait, are you, are you reaffirming the marriage? <laughs> Reconsidering. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I think I that Steph, kidding. you're thinking this wrong. Uh, I think Jesse can write you a wonderful Lost Boys erotic fan fiction. <laughs> at, at some point, Michael and David are going to Paula Dean. Up next, Trailer Trash.
This is Eric. <laughs> Eric Benford. Double crosses, squealers, both here. I go to a lot of movies. It's my thing. <laughs> you know what I do to squealers? <laughs> Why don't you live in the real world with the rest of us? You're so smart, Stella. Tell me what James Cagney's name was in White Heat. Benford is he's sick in the head. He's like retarded or something. Here's to us. Top of the world. I'm a great admirer. I just wanted to meet you. Happy birthday to you. I once went to three movies every day for a year, and I never missed once. I can't picture the creature who'd want to marry you. Tell me, who is this unlucky girl? Marilyn Monroe. Remember, you, you picked me up hitchhiking. I, I gave you the whole idea for my movie. I've never heard of you. Happy birthday. Huh? Cut it, no. Dear Eric. What are you looking at, you creep? But you didn't know what Adolf Hitler's favorite movie was. Broadway Melody, I bet you didn't know that. But what about Cry of Battle and War as Hell? Where were they playing, huh? Eric Benford lives for the movies. Sometimes, he kills for them, too. Dennis Christopher, star of Breaking Away, creates an unforgettable portrait of life on the edge of terror. <laughs> Fade to black. Introducing Eric Benford. Happy birthday, sucker. <laughs> star of the silver screen. Master of disguise. Well, I think he's calling you out. Hop along cast. Oh, look at this. Minister of horror. Now in the ultimate performance of murder. Hollywood. Can't touch me. Not now. Not in the world. Fade to black. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. feature presentation is Fade to Black from 1980, which was a Patreon pick by Nasty Nick. Nasty Nick is actually a garbage pal kid. Yeah, well, this is his icon. And actually, he is called Nasty his Nick. His avatar, as they say. Because when he's done... <laughs> Because when he's done, when he's done with women, he leaves the vagina looking like uh, spaghetti. Really? Yeah. Is that what that happens? Yeah, it's all I don't bloody. So okay. when you say Avatar, it's like some a white person on the fucking news going. And today, <laughs> somebody when he, says, when, he, when he says white person, he means a black Bill Cosby. They yeah. were using the AOL. <laughs> and the Jello pudding pop. Today I'm going to play a white person <laughs> delivering you the news. I'm gonna wrap the sweater around my glands. You oh my see, God. we saw a fucking Bill Cosby book at you the. You know what? 
You know, a sweater can do a lot of things. It can keep you warm <laughs> in the winter, and, and it see? can keep all the blood inside your dick when you tie it real oh, tight. Can, oh, Theo! It can suffocate you when you try to scream. <laughs> this pudding pop's going off. Theo, I know you heard me and your mama wrestling last night, but listen, don't you give it no mind. Just go ahead and have yourself a second jello pudding pop. Okay! <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. Also known as Movie Killer, which was the West Germany video title. We call it Moving Picture Mania. It's und uh, el Movie Killer. My movie two killer. senses are tingling. Uh, it was rated R. Had an unknown budget and gross we call an unknown it, amount of money. We call it the Scary Movie Maniac. <laughs> but the movies you watched weren't scary. It was Casablanca. Okay, fine. We call it the uh, Silver yeah. Screen Scary <laughs> Man. Also known as the... Uh, the Casablanca better. <laughs> what? No, actually, I wanted to say stuff. You, cause, so what? Because the, um, the budget was uh, unknown. Uh, it was actually executive produced by Erwin Yablans. Yablans? Who is the guy who produced uh, John Carpenter's Halloween. Oh, shit. Oh. So you could probably imagine that it's probably in the ballpark of that, which well, was well, about... look at that. Which is why they probably included Halloween in the, the movie. The poster yes? prominently displayed. And the he was and watching it. Trap, which are oh. very similar stylistically. Oh, my God. Tourist Trap? Yeah. I fucking love Tourist Trap. Do love, it was one of my favorite horror oh. movies. So the budget for Halloween was three to 400,000. So probably... Around that? Three to five, I'd say, is probably a safe bet. It's ah. not that much difference between the two movies, time-wise. I mean, they rented out the Chinese theater, so, I mean... Yeah, right? Yeah, they got mans. I wasn't. I mean, by they that. did something. <laughs> I mean, and it's true. And it's up to you to decide. Jesse, it's all true. They did something. <laughs> it's true. Okay. The cameras were on, and they did things. <laughs> Ooh, rocketeer. <laughs> Am I doing this right? <laughs> <laughs> Fried green tomatoes. Ooh, <laughs> good lord! Wait, are we almost on this episode? Yeah. I like how you thought that the fried green tomato. Green tomato, Jesus Christ! Was, I can say, was Mr. Poopy Bottle? No, it was was ooh wee, <laughs> ooh wee, Mr. Poopy Bottle, isn't it? <laughs> oh, this is what dying feels like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, taglines: Meet Eric Binford, the ultimate movie buff. If you know someone like him, run. I mean, that's everybody, the, everybody knows one. someone like yeah. him. I know a lot of people like and, him. I mean, is this a Steve Buscemi putting on the lipstick? Mayhaps. Someone, someone may even say, I am him. I mean, mayhaps. Or Ben is him. <laughs> or John is him. Or you are him. No, I'm not. Or him or him. I don't know anything about movies. We've established I mean, you, you're going to say things about movies <laughs> that, you, that people will think you may really you know. But I fall asleep and I forget. Every, day, every day Steph wakes up, it's like fucking that memento. <laughs> She has no idea what happened no, the day like, before. It's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> no, she's got like a, she's she opens up a little like locket and it's and it's got a picture of you and it, she like flips the back of the Polaroid over and it's like protect your tooch. And she's like, what does that mean? <laughs> and, and all of a sudden it's like you're getting it all, you're getting it all to the base. And then she writes it, she writes it on the picture again and puts it back in. <laughs> to the base, to the base. And then the next time she writes, protect your tooch to the base. <laughs> it gets a little more involved every time. The theater is dark. Eric's mind is darker. I just read something that said basically eating asshole is the most gothic thing you can do because <laughs> the asshole spends all of its time in the dark. Your my, asshole's my, my, dead. My, my I mean, I'm Jessup and I live on the internet. Especially when your butthole no. is in a deep crevasse your where the tight. sunlight it's never tight. reaches. No, Sal, I mean, I bend over and my butthole gets sunlight. Yeah. Okay, so why, no I don't way. have a goth butthole. So Steph's got to go. About, <laughs> it cuts you up and spits you out. I'm talking about your red noose and I'm running through the Woods. I'm Peter Murphy, of course. 
Burn I, and I'm down, hopped up burn on down Jesse's butthole. I've been freebasing. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, Peter Murphy's just eating clove cigarettes. Yep. Just eating uh, them. He's like, this is the old terror ground, a place for your anus. <laughs> <Take my laughs> I, I miss smoking cloves. My Oh <laughs> <laughs> Eric Binford lives for the movies. Sometimes he kills for them too. I love that they actually attempted to do no. really good taglines no. for this fucking no, movie. I think they no. tried. They really they did. did try. Sometimes he jerks it under his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bitch! You beautiful bitch! <laughs> Sometimes Eric Binford spatchcocks himself and makes you watch. <laughs> He does walk around in his boxers a lot. No, makes this whole fucking movie is him. It's Wait, like a fruitful movie. Waist move. up, yeah. he's ducky. Waist down, <laughs> he's grundle. <laughs> People used to laugh at Eric Binford. Now, with every performance, he knocks them dead. No, no, he just bores everybody to death with boring trivia. He's like, did you know Mickey Rourke's a Republican? <laughs> did you know what movie was playing when fucking Kennedy was shot? No one cares, Eric. Go back to your little cubicle with the ladies. <laughs> Which French fry did uh, Roy Rogers prefer? It wasn't Roy Rogers. <laughs> it was McDonald's. Bob Evans lived on a farm, but what farm did he live on where they had sausages every day? You know, sausage sandwich. I bet you didn't know Dave Thomas's goddamn daughter Wendy was a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he got obsessed with all beef patties because her vagina got an infection. <laughs> and it looks like ground up meat. Oh, I'm, I'm going to baconate you tonight, Wendy. <laughs> Hi, this is Dave Thomas. My, my, my daughter's a whore and um, eat this cheeseburger. <laughs> and, I call, salad bar. And, I call, and I call my penis a double bacon <laughs> and the marketing people are like listen dave i don't like the way you're going with this your daughter's a prostitute thing and you know the whole beef people don't want to eat your daughter's prostitute it makes, beef it makes people meat. uncomfortable my glands looks like a baked potato and he's like ain't nobody's gonna tell me how to sell chest burger ain't nobody's <laughs> all right now it's time for the back of the vhs eric binford delivers film cassettes and supplies in los angeles but exists only to see the movies and immerse himself in trivia and fantasies about cinematic characters and stars. Frequently bullied and betrayed, Eric is gripped by homicidal rage and launches a series of grotesque murders, mostly accidents. <laughs> All pattern-after characters and incidences <laughs> from his beloved movies. That's it. It's a short, a short and sweet. Yeah. That's short and it's too sweet. Too sweet! So it was written and directed by Vernon Zimmerman, who wrote the screenplay to Teen Witch. There's really nothing on his IMDb. Top it's like, that. I mean, yeah. I, Top I, I, yeah, I tried to look into like just deeper Girls. internet stuff, and I was like, why am I bothering <laughs> with this? Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Teen Witch is the best. Okay, music by Craig Safin. Safan, Safin, whatever. The soundtrack's good for this. I dig it. It's good. Uh, he worked on Nightmares, Angel, The Last Starfighter. The fucking legend of motherfucking Billy Jean. Oh my god, so good! That movie's amazing. I just showed that just the movie to Jesse like two years ago. I and then I was just and I was I fucking just, just two years ago and I was crushing on her. He was like, "Oh my this god, this is amazing! How she's have legal. I not seen she's this?" She's legal, right? Because I'd be dumping left. I and mean, right. she's yeah. like. 45 right What now. happened was <laughs> then <laughs> 45. Steph showed me this movie and I just fucking just. Dumped the whole hardwood floors with fucking coconut oil and I started just doing sliding on my dick down the fucking hardwood floor. I was just because it felt so good. 
especially when she cuts her hair short and you're like Jesus yeah. fucking Christ and Nancy, did you order cinnamon sticks because all this cream sauce on the floor she's like are you getting Cinnabon again motherfucker <laughs> told you you're getting fat <laughs> how much of that icing are you gonna coat on there oh the entire thing oh that's good alright eat the whole thing you, you look m- like you're in a Mega Man level with ice just spinning around <laughs> looks like you're eating straight mayo <laughs> you fucking fat fuck Fried green tomatoes. Special special effects by Wayne Beauchamp. 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 I'm saying it the French way. Beauchamp. I'm not going to say it the white way, American. Beauchamp. Beauchamp. (laughs) Beauchamp. Give me some of that chipotle sauce. Um, (laughs) He worked on Footloose. This is Spinal Tap. Children of the Corn. Outlander! Outlander, we have your woman! <laughs> Malachi! <laughs> I thought you were going to say Malika like a high. Creature, Neon Maniacs, Manhunter, Ooh. Return to Horror High, Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. I don't think I've ever seen that one, only the first. Hell Comes to Frogtown, Fat- Phantasm 2, Maniac Cop 2. Who was that? That's the special effects guy. Oh, okay. So that's Wayne Bo Champ. Point. A lot of his stuff is he was a pyrotechnician in a lot of fucking oh, movies right, too. Oh, so anytime oh. there was fire, pyrotechnician, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pyro. Uh, so cast Dennis Christopher as Eric Binford, and you probably know him from it. Eddie Spaghetti. Eddie Spaghetti. Can we talk about how he looks spot on like Peter Vincent, like a young version of Peter Vincent from Fright Night? Yeah, it was like Roddy McDowell, and I was like, who is this motherfucker? Fright. He does Night. look like a few people because I was like at first I wasn't sure even sure who he was. I thought he was somebody. Are you, are you saying different. he's an amalgamation? Amalgamation. He's um he's in this movie that's freaking the best called Alien Predators. Yeah, that's on my <laughs> list. And here's the tagline. Okay. You wanted xenomorphs. You begged for predators. No. We filmed in Spain with no budget, so you get <laughs> moon microbes. Oh man. That fucking movie oh, is terrible, dude. It's the worst. It's basically about these microbes that fucking grow on people's faces. And turn them into like these flesh craving monsters. And, and guess what? It just came out on Blu ray. So he was. <laughs> yeah, the, he was. The artwork for it's a 10. He was also in something called Blood and Lace, Circuitry Man. <laughs> Blood and Lace is a late 60s. I know the cover for Circuitry Man, but I've never seen. It's he not was, Blood and Black Lace, right? It's not with a Giallo. Blood and Lace? Yeah! I don't know. Jalo. Um, he was in uh, the TV series Deadwood, and he was also in Django Unchained, which was I know, phenomenal. and it's crazy, because I never knew he was in that, and I was looking at screenshots from him, I and I was like, remember. okay, I recognize him. Who was he? He's the dude that's sitting across from Leonardo DiCaprio when they're going on like the tour of like the plantation, and uh, they're showing him all the slaves and stuff like that. So he's apparently, when I read about this, apparently like he had... He was like lukewarm on doing movies, and after he did Jang One Chain, he was like, it reinvigorated my reason for film. That movie's like amazing. That. He's like, I saw that black guy in chains, and I was like, I gotta do movies again. <laughs> that movie's so good. It is for good. Reals. It is really good. Listen, I mean, like, Quentin Tarantino may be a human piece of shit. But he makes good movies, he makes yo. Good. Wait, wait, is he a human piece of shit now? <laughs> Yeah, he's a human piece of is shit. He? I mean, I don't I've know. always thought he's a human piece of shit. You heard about the Uma Thurman thing? The right? Uma Thurman thing. Oh, was yeah, just, I, thought right. re- I thought they reconciled. That's right, because when he made her fucking drive the car and she did, crashed, did they reconcile it and shit. or did not reconcile? I don't know. I don't care. He's still a human piece of shit, and his head looks like a fucking. He looks like Frankenstein eggplant. Look, he as looks as creepy man. as hell, but I'm not gonna stop watching. No, he movie. basically no. looks like you know what he looks like. He looks like fucking Frankenstein's monster from goddamn uh, fucking. Um, <laughs> Transylvania 6, no, 5,000? No, Monster Young Squad. Monster Squad. Six, He's got the same 5, haircut and head shape as that as yeah. my uh, He's Monster a weird-looking dude, but he makes awesome movies. Most of the time. He does, Most yeah. of the time. Most of the time. Mostly. 
Fucking the hateful Mostly. eight. The hateful eight was the best. It was the best. So good. Especially, kill, especially kill Bill, yo. Especially I when mean, he was like, actually, this um, the hateful eight was actually my <laughs> version of the thing. If you think about it, because it was like people in the space. Kurt, put look, your feet around my dick, <laughs> dude. Kurt Russell in that movie. <sighs> in what? Hateful eight. Yeah. Stuff's like stuff's like I want you to eat my pussy and keep all my pussy <laughs> juice in that beard for all eternities. <laughs> You're the facial <laughs> hair of Canadian hockey I'm just player. saying, if I had a labia scrotum, you could you could suck all my labia scrotum. <laughs> if I had a labia scrotum, my my scrotum would be slapping on that beard, face fucking <laughs> oh it. God. You could eat my dick and balls for free. <laughs> <laughs> I wish your beard was a hand towel. <laughs> Tim, Tom- I want to lay on it in the beach. Tim, <laughs> after I come out of the wet, wet water, Thomerson or Thomerson, open my legs up and let the fucking seawater Tim, just Tim drip Thomerson on you. as Jerry Moriarty, aka who didn't need to be in this he movie. Didn't need he's to the, be in it he at is, all. Dude. He is the brawny man. It doesn't need to happen. <laughs> also, he's like a character that would make sense in like Manhunter, Mindhunter. Uh, but right. Why the fuck is he? in No, this movie? he's not right. But he was in Footloose. Cause this you got to cut loose, fight loose, put on some shoes. The worst lyrics Please. ever. Um, this is Spinal Tap. Children of the Corn. Outlander. Malikay. Creature. Neon Maniacs. Manhunter. Wait, I'm reading the wrong things. I'm reading everything wrong. <laughs> We're gonna start over. <laughs> Tim oh Tom, my god, god like, Steph. No, because like, my page like shifted up. And I, was I was like, like I was why like, is have... this all the same? I was like, was he in these movies? I don't remember. <laughs> no, Steph needs one of those books in... with the sound effects on the side and you press the button. <laughs> exactly. He was in Metal Storm, The Destruction of Jaredson. Did we know this movie? Yep. The Trancers series. Okay, I want to talk about Trancers real quick. Okay. I know Steph hasn't seen it. Have you seen Trancers? I have, not I have seen never Trancers. seen Trancers. Oh, holy shit. So I'm just going to give you a synopsis of it real quick because it is a weird-ass movie and I had to just, just do a, like a quick yes. one. Tim Thomerson stars as Jack Death, a detective in Angel City where a criminal mastermind is using his psychic powers to send people back in time by injecting them with a drug that allows them to take over the body of an ancestor. Co-starring Helen Hunt. Oh, Helen Hunt. And the SM dad from People Under the Stairs. Yep. Oh, that's the movie. From Twin Peaks. Shit. Big Ed. Did you know Mickey Rourke was best friends with Tupac? What? Yeah. Well, he did rap Grab on that day of Actually, Tupac. there's this interview I read with Tim Thomerson, and they're asking about him all the movies, and he said he has no recollection of being in this movie really? at all. Well, because okay. he was just simply stopping that police. How don't you? I don't you? Oh my god, dude! She was what? like, I would simply stop it. Too. Detective Anne, who meets him and is instantly like, dude, <laughs> she had like what I, what I call in the business Ronald McDonald mouth, where you just want to be up <laughs> in that. Oh my god! Like, you mean you can you can envision a Big Mac encompassing the yeah, mouth? Because you, you look these, at her no, and you think of like a playground. You, you know, got I'm these in that ball pit, big ass red lips. I just want to <laughs> sit. Ah, e, ooh, ah! I want to like fucking fly my Millennium Falcon right through the crevasse. <laughs> Well, he was also, last second. He was also in Zone Troopers, Iron Eagle, Near Dark. That's why I call Sense Vagina. Near Dark. He was the dad. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah, yeah, he was the dad. Yeah, As Ca- a, Caleb's dad again, like Caleb's a smaller dad. role, but even bigger. Yeah. like that role compared to this movie, he might as well be the, like the right. he's the one that, that discovers the cure for vampirism. Right. Blood transfusions, yeah. direct blood transfusions in a barn with yes. like a barn with like <laughs> no medical supplies, with, like whatsoever. horse shit all over yes. the IV. Carnation, I just discovered um, the cure. Dad, did you just take that IV out of a whole hog shit? Cherry <laughs> two thousand. Nemesis. Melissa Ooh, loves Cherry 2000. Melissa loves it. Dollman versus Demonic Force. Oh my oh, god, Dollman. baby god, So basically, no. Dollman, he lives in a world where people are people, but then when he comes to people our- People are people. People are people, 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 so why should it be? He comes to Earth- You and I should when get he, along so awfully. When he comes to Earth, he realizes that <laughs> down, actually- down, down. People from his planet are little. 
So this isn't even Puppet Master. This is Doll Man. Doll Man. He's basically like a police guy who has a gun. I'll talk about it later. It's like terrible. A a police guy. He's a police guy with a gun. Hi, I'm police guy with gun. I arrest you now. He's like, I work with Robocop. I do things. Okay, and finally, Mickey Rourke as Richie. Mickey Rourke has been in Angel Heart, which we watched recently. Justin, I just just saw it for the first time. They crawl. What did you think of that? It was okay. Robert De Niro, I mean... I don't know. He's amazing and everything, even when he's not really in the he's movie. Got, he's got coke nails in he that. He has a lot of coke nails in that mm-hmm. movie. Um, also, he bangs fucking Ricky, um, Mickey Rourke bangs the oldest daughter from the Cosby show. Daughter? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. You see, you're, you're my daughter. <laughs> Mickey Rourke's face looks like a bunch of Slim I th- Jims. I, I thought you were going to say uh, Robert De Niro bangs Ricky, no. Mo- Ricky Mickey Rourke, and I almost said Ricky, Ricky, Ricky Martin. Martin. It's good. Um, it's good. You got a good. You got a good fucking asshole. They crawl <laughs> once upon a time in top Mexico. Ten. Top ten assholes. Sin City, Man on Fire, The Wrestler, which was that movie is oh, amazing. That movie's fucking great, well, he dude. was amazing in Sin City, also. Yeah, he, no, he, the, he, listen, the, he's, the a good, he's a good. He's a good actor. I'll put up until a point. He became a good actor. Yeah. But for but a while, he didn't know what he was well, doing. Holy he like, fuck, the wrestler, Wasn't right? he like a fucking heartthrob? And he was like, I want to be a yeah. boxer. And well, they got the shit beaten out. No, 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 dude. Wasn't he? No, Mickey Rourke was a fucking good boxer for a while, dude. Really? He, he was right. undefeated for like probably like 14 fights. You know what would make uh, my acting career look good? If I got cauliflower ear on both yeah, but ears. He, but he was a drug addict, wasn't <laughs> he? He was a drug addict. He oh, did okay. music because he did. Do you remember the goddamn Shining Star track, John? David Bowie? I listened listen to the, Mickey to the Rourke. first time today. You never heard this? No. Mickey Rourke mumble raps on a David Bowie song. No yep. shit. Called Shining Star. Shining Star. Oh, Mickey, I want you to come in. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, listen to it's it. Not, it's not good. Listen to it. I don't want to ruin my, my sense of he, David he's Bowie. He's basically like, Mickey Rourke gets on the track and he's like, apples and spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, yeah, I eat all the things. They're really good. Sometimes I put salt, sometimes I put pepper, sometimes I get a little of grated cheese. It's really not good. It wow, like Mickey, that, great. That, that's how he's, that's, so, his, that's his delivery. So I can just go to a methadone clinic and get somebody to mumble rap for me <laughs> while I fucking... It's the weirdest thing, no, because you're listening to it and it's clearly a David Bowie song. Now let's talk about David Bowie. Amazing artist, but has a lot of fucking shit ass tracks. This like, song is not if we're good. being perfectly honest, David Bowie has a lot of amazing songs, but he probably has more songs that are, should be thrown in the garbage. I mean, and what, he's got burned. like so much music from the seventies now. How many songs has so he recorded? This right? is from the eighties, obviously, because it's Mickey Rourke when he was like in his quote unquote prime. We'll say is this but, the, the Andrew Dice Clay years. But listen to listen. You gotta listen to the song because Shining Star is the name of it. It has and it says something in parentheses too. Does it start with You Must Be My Shining Star? No, not at all. <laughs> oh well. Okay, so I know wherever the fuck you are, your face was, looks like petrified rocks, Mickey Rook. He was also in Iron Man 2, The Expendables, and Immortals. But we wanted to mention a movie he was in called Johnny Handsome. And I'll which, re- which we just happened to find on Prime. Is that, is that like Johnny Dangerously? No. Again, it's I, not, I will, like Johnny Mnemonic. I will Wait. read the synopsis yes. for you. A deformed gangster who gets a new face. Get it? And a second chance at revenge, co-starring creepy grandpa Morgan Freeman and paper mache face Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. It's an insane movie. Yeah. He has a super deformed when we face say and insane, then he's like, gets like a face no. job and he's like handsome. He starts the movie, he looks like uh, the fucking derpa derp from Mask. Right. Oh, elephantitis. Yes. Uh, yes. He's not retarded, Jesse. He has elephantitis oh, in the face. What's his name? What's, what's the guy's actor's name that you hate so much with the what? red hair? Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz, yeah. <laughs> He's like Eric Stoltz in the mask. And then all of a sudden. I don't hate him. Yeah, you do. You have hate you him. Have you guys seen Moonstruck? <laughs> I don't know. Have we seen Moonstruck? Sure, like sure is in this. This white Zinfandel. 
<laughs> he's doing he's doing Melissa. He's doing Melissa. It's good. You have to do it more like basic. This. You gotta do basic knowledge. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can actually understand what you're saying. That's the problem. <laughs> Chewbacca's a Wookiee. A Wookiee from Cashew. We fucking watched this movie. Yeah, we did oh watch my it. God. Like, I don't know. I, it's it was a shit movie. It was want, a shit movie. But his face in it before he gets the plastic surgery is it's amazing. Yeah, because then he gets the plastic surgery, and no one recognizes him, and he's like, he's had, handsome. He's like, I had sex with you before when I looked like Eric Stoltz, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, I don't remember you because you, you look good now, though. Yeah. <laughs> what if I put this paper bag over my head? I mean, you look less Stoltzy. Stoltzy. <laughs> All right, formats. VHS released in 1981 by Media Home Entertainment. Medias, do you have this one? I do not, as no. a matter of fact. And it is a sexy box that you can get on eBay for probably like $20. The cover looks sick. It's a sick cover, dude. Sick. Bro. Sick, bra. bro. Is it him in like Two-Face? or is it Yeah, it's him doing the Two-Face. Yeah, that's, that's not a kind of shot. That makeup was my favorite. For certain. In this movie. It is cool. I like how he gets the delivery from Sephora, too, before he puts it on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you order from Blue Apron, you too can be a two-faced Dracula person <laughs> if you just rub the black no, 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 no. He's like face. this. I'm going to... Oh, God, I love Kat Von D. I'm going to order her makeup. And then all of a sudden, he sees the headline, Kat Von D says, Shenanana to fucking all shots. And he's like, fuck you, Kat Von D! <laughs> like, I'm Kat Von D. I will not stand for it! You anti-vaxxer, you bitch. Fucking anti-vaxxing bitch! She's an anti-vaxxer. Oh, yeah. Fucking dumb she's up. also an anti-wiper so she just walks around with like just fucking just matted shit, shit. particles yeah, on her she, butt? she walks around with like a fucking huggies care bear in her fucking <laughs> shit, vagina all the time shit stalactites <laughs> she walks around with a care bear in her vagina if, a, no. if there was a shit care bear that had shit on its stomach and it said care bears care and shot shit out of its <laughs> no, stomach that's it's what care bear stare we've oh. established oh, okay. it's the care bear it's got jenny mccarthy Wait, on the stomach question question <laughs> care bears when they do the thing where they shoot the symbol out of their bellies what, what do they say I don't fucking remember. I remember? I remember it was called the Care Bear Stare. Yeah, me and Steph Thank had an you. argument about it. She was right. I was right. It's I mean, Care Bear Stare. I was I mean, watching. Jesse was like, it's Care Bear. You know what I was Care. doing during that? Okay, watching- Steph, let's not be a dead horse. <laughs> you know who else did the Care Bear Stare? Cosby. I know. He, I thought you were no. going to say no, no, no. Cos- I was like Jared from Subway. No Cosby. fucking Jared. Cosby did the Care Bear stare, but his one eye looked off to the side <laughs> while his one ear was doing the Care Bear stare, and they're like, "It's not working because your one eye is completely fucked up, Bill." <laughs> Bill, Bill, your eyes like, fucked you up. See, I need to see an ophthalmologist. Actually, when I was looking at it, there's a spider over there on the wall. Maybe you want to get some. <laughs> if we come back into my bedroom, I've got mirrors set up so that my left eye will automatically be on your tooth. See, what happens is my right eye looks at the things I want to look at. My left eye looks at the things my dick wants to look at. So that's why my left eye is looking at your crotchine. <laughs> DVD released in 1999 by Anchor Bay. Blu-ray, no region A Blu-ray currently exists. And digital rent, uh, or oh, free on Amazon vi- uh, Video for Prime, which is how we watched yeah, it. Yeah, and a yeah. free version on the YouTube. Also, so. that Amazon Prime version? Oh, good. Really? The YouTube oh, version okay. isn't great either, but... It was all right. I thought it was fine. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, it's not like a... Um, it's not like the super dark it's things we've like, watched it, on it, YouTube. Well, no, it's clearly not like a cleaned up version, right. but it looks like, you know. No, I had like audio sync issues. Oh, there was like, some audio, audio sync art, stuff. Audio yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like oh, artifacting. No, you and, know what there was? There was, yeah. there was fucking, oh, I said it to Steph, there's like a weird like kind of like waviness that happens. On yeah. The, it looks like the When film. he's dropping off Meryl. Yeah. At her apartment. Yeah. It's, I mean, it wasn't the best, but it was not the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Trivia. Yeah. Is, is slim. <laughs> trivia slim. Characters from movie history that Eric Binford in this movie impersonates or dresses up as so include what you're, what you're Dracula. Saying is, what? The trivia is Dan Marino. 
Slim fast in it. Oh my god. Dracula? What is, what is fucking Do- Darwin comes in here and he starts looking at fucking Bella corners? Lug- Bella Lugosi's dead. <laughs> Bella Lugosi's dead. That's why there's no ghosts in this house. Nobody died making this house, so darn should be staring at any ghosts. Hop along, Cassidy. William Boyd. The Mummy. Boris Karloff. Norman Bates. Anthony Perkins. From Psycho. Uh, R- Arthur Cody Jarrett, which he fucking... James Cagney. Yes, he mentions a million times. Yeah, you see, you crooks. Yeah, you rats. Somebody told me um, this was a good impression when I was six years old. Say from White Heat from 1949, and Tommy Udo or Udo, I don't know. Richard Widmark. Kier Udo. From Kiss of Death from 1947. You did. Yep. And finally, the film about a psycho movie buff has lots of references to characters from movie history and the movies themselves. Of the latter, the following are referred to in this film. Creature from the Black Lagoon from 54, Mark of the Vampire 35, White Heat from 49, The Public Enemy from 31, Horror of Dracula from 58, Night of the Living Dead 68, Kiss of Death from 47, and Halloween from 1978. Yep. And there's probably more in there too if you really want to be a nerd about yeah, it. Yeah, we just, what did I say? The, heart, the Creature from the Black Lagoon? He talks about that and yeah. Casablanca. You want to know the most clever part of this movie? You tell did me. Do you read about the White Heat thing? What? All right, so apparently in White Heat, it's like a noir. It's considered to be the best gangster movie of all time. And Arthur uh, Cody is a ruthless psychopath killer married, uh, but attached to his mother. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that connects yes. the whole. So there's like right. an Oedipus complex thing going right, on. Right, exactly. But that's like, I, I thought that was a little. So you're talking about like the back rubs could be. Yes. I want my more. back rub tonight. My back, I, I mean, mean yeah, my clam. Yeah, but I totally got that impression when they did that scene that oh, there was yeah, something yeah. sexual. It was so yeah. fucking oh, weird. For sure. Yeah. The, nor- the normal compensation. Right. The compensation, Jessup. You, you want your loan. I get my back rub. The normal rate. The normal rate is the compensation, which I mean, my back rub, which I mean. Like she was in a wheelchair and she's like, listen, my pussy's completely dead, but that doesn't mean that uh, you're not going to be down there. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that the label scrotal region. Yeah, it's it, not prime. She's like, right. I, I still have point zero 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 one percent functionality of my labia, and in that zero 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 one percent, I can feel a little something. <laughs> Feels like a gust when you're slapping it with a hammer. Feels like a like- mummy battle with just puffs of dust. <laughs> In your brain already full of mush, you want to pollute that worthless mind of yours even more. Seek out the devil worshippers and to purify their spirits by burning them! The man has gone berserk while watching a double feature horror program. Love and lust are the same to him, like being raped by the devil. His kind of love can only bring you sin, and his arms can only bring you evil. Satan is real. Beyond the limits of mortal fear, outside the realm of imagination, there's a place where every nightmare you've ever had comes true. <laughs> Pleasant nightmares, friend.
Greetings, Lyle Listener. It's your old pal, the Pickerist here. You must have done something really awful to end up in a place like this. Let me guess. You were birds at the stake for practicing witchcraft. Nah, too old world. You were fried in the electric chair for cannibalizing your neighbors. Nah, too many calories. I got it. You're in league with Satan. <laughs> in the nombre da padre, da hijo, da spirito santo, demon be <laughs> It's like my mother always used to say. Get a job doing something you love, and it'll never feel like work. Well, let me tell you something. I was born to do the devil's work. Now... Where is that infernal soul extractor? Mm. <laughs> you see, people think the soul leaves the body when you die, but that's simply not true at all. It hides, and it's my job to find it. <laughs> right now, you're probably asking yourself. I'm just a lower-level corpse. Ask no more, my unindoctrinated friend. You can visit our website at sayyoulovesatanpodcast.com. <laughs> there, you can buy the latest in corpse wear. Leave a voicemail to be featured on Spill Your Guts. Or support the show directly by becoming a Patreon member and supplying Satan with cold, hard cash. Send your hate mail to say you love Satan Podcast at gmail.com. Join the Devil Worship on Facebook at Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast or follow the Congregation of Degradation on Instagram at Say You Love Satan Podcast. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes to be automatically entered to win a free t shirt. <laughs> and before you go, there's just one more little thing I'll be needing. It won't hurt much. All of the mutilations, bodily dismemberments, and cannibal rituals were performed by seasoned professionals. Please do not attempt any of these stunts at home. All right, so the movie starts with some credits immediately, right? And we hear some voices in the background, which are two guys talking. And you yeah. see, you see, you dirty rat, you see, you see, you see. How many times you got to tell you to see? Hey, you see this this kid, Eddie Spaghetti, wearing fucking goddamn Fruva Looms the whole movie, you see? Right. I mean, you could see his things flopping around. And we find out that it's a, a movie on a TV screen. And we see a room full of movie posters, <coughs> and we get the idea that what? It's Jessup's bedroom. Maybe this guy likes movies, <laughs> right? I mean, he's into it. He's into that whole scene. And I mean, then, I, I'm a tape head. Uh, it's celluloid. I mean, I I wrap my dickhead in it. <laughs> he watches fucking goddamn yeah, like fuck like reel to reels in his yeah, bedroom. That's right. the next level nerd. I mean, if it was it like is. Jesse's bedroom, there'd be like skeleton warriors posters. I'd be like, I know all thirteen episodes. I watch. Real to real, but it's in encased inside of a VHS tape, right. that, and it's really <laughs> shitty quality. He's the real deal. Yeah, he's, he's the, he, he is, is the the OG hipster. He is, and then Mimi from the Drew Carey show, a weird oh, woman, goes huh? in on a wheelchair. <laughs> 
I have to look her up because she looks identical to the mom from Nine Seven Six Evil, and also actually, she does. Like I, that, I got the same vibes from her too. I but think she's not. I have All to. Right. I have to feel like that. That people in Nine Seven Six Evil were basing that character off of this one because mm. it's just. It just seems so much alike. And and basically, she starts berating him because he has fallen asleep in front of his TV yet again. One-eyed monster's gonna wreck his eyes. Much left soften his brain. And he wakes up and immediately lights up a cigarette, which grosses me the no, fuck no, 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 out. No, no, no. This is what happens. She goes over and she turns on fucking Biggie Smalls and she starts fucking <laughs> conducting like this. Like, it's fucking strange. No one else thinks that's weird that it's it fucking. Is, I think it she's just like being obnoxious to try and like snap him out of I it. I think she was trying to she was trying to be erotic and There's, get, and get they, him. They have, a very, <laughs> they have a very strange relationship throughout this movie. She's like, watch me conduct things so my milk sacks fly all over the place like you got too many VHS tapes in a plastic bag. When she's like, don't make me get the key. I'm gonna get the key. <laughs> And what I see, I'm gonna see. You know how it goes. I, I mean, if you're if there's a masturbation going on in your mid sesh, and I get the key, everything after that Wait, is legal. I know but, you're in there taming the lion, and you better tame him quick because but, I'm, I'm about to see you like spill your milk. But when she has, when she puts the music on, does she have like a baton in her hand that she's no. twirling? What is that? Yes, yes, she because she has a baton. The backstory we get is the, the she's oh, a, right, she used to be right, a dancer. But like a dancer back in the day meant like extra rim jobs and you drank a bunch of Cokes. Whatever. So this is, no, we, you, drink, you drink the product placement, which is the Dr. Pep Pep. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like the oh my hoops. God. This Dr. is when Dr. you find Pepper out the best. that basically okay. it's his aunt and he caused her to become a cripple. And she's been taking care of him since his mother died in childbirth. She's like, your mother was beautiful. She actually discovered the continent of double <laughs> penetration and coined the term two in the curtain, one for the hurting. No! <laughs> she's responsible for the Pornhub exclusives. <laughs> Some people turn that into two for the taco, one for Paco. She oh was the God. one that, that pioneered the stuck porn. But the first time she got stuck, it was thin air. Nobody understood it. You know, I said I was drunk. I'm not drunk enough for this shit. <laughs> and then he's look, and he and he looks at her, and he's like, "You know what? You look like an ass rag that a clown used to clean his asshole because it's got all this makeup on it." You are so no. no. But so basically, she's a bitter bitch because they used to be in a dance squad, and now she's in a wheelchair. I didn't mean to make them call the ambulance. What does that even I mean? Think, no, yeah, you said so, I was, I was yeah. four years old and I was sick. Right. And he, and he told, told the babysitter to call, and I guess then she got in Steph's the... Steph's like, you made me drink too much, and she's Listen, pouring more. I'm I did not, not kill not, him. I'm I made not, him drunk. I'm not driving home, so I we're for, good. I, I could foresee things. I did not hit her. I did not know her. I, I did, did not. not. I did not hit her. I oh, did. Hi, Mark. <laughs> How's your sex life? <laughs> You're my favorite customer. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so then the next day he goes down there and she's like you gotta eat you gotta eat and he's like i don't want to oh eat god. i just want to eat this cigarette and he starts eating a clove and she's like brain food is what no. you need not escapist trash he's fucking <laughs> hope in the air oh my god <laughs> <laughs> snoop dog dog in the dog pound bow wow wow yippee yo yippee yay bow wow yippee yo yippee <laughs> why is he doing that that's how he uh, breaks in a new bed oh guys you can't see this but darwin oh, oh is god. fully humping no, no. something darwin's butt looks like morgan freeman's ass cheeks clenching that's what it looks like over <laughs> all freckled and old he's like hi my name's morgan freeman oh. watch me clench my ass cheeks like Chicken tenders. I'm so Man, upset right now. ass cheeks didn't clench <laughs> no! like this. <gasps> Don't you dare! Want to watch me uh, <gasps> polish my boat? 
<laughs> That's a euphemism. <laughs> he definitely just pissed all over his new bed. Too. My penis. What? Oh my Did god! Did he really just piss? Or was it flying oh, cum? So during the uh, <laughs> yellow, so the breakfast, it's all yellow. She's hassling him, and then we see he picks up the grapefruit, and we see the first movie clip thing, where like in the movie that the guy smashes the fruit in the woman's right, face right, or whatever. Right. But that doesn't happen. And I have to say that this is my favorite thing that happens in this movie is when they transition to the movie clips from like the classic movies. That's cool. To, like, it's a nice the, little touch. It's a cool like idea it. they do through 40% really, of it and yeah. then they give up on it until it's the a, end. I think it's a cool idea. I think they like had a... I'm going to say right now, Ben's doing a good job of filling the hater role. <laughs> the <laughs> <most usually>. Why <laughs> are the rocketeer, please? <laughs> a lot of this stuff is like, isn't this a lot of like in just um like Nightling Dead's in it, so it's got to be like what, general use? Like in public domain. I can't imagine though that like uh, what is it? Creature from the Black Lagoon was public domain though. I don't think it was. I don't know. I mean, they had to have some kind of rights pulled for some of this stuff. Yeah, but maybe it was just like people knew people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People knew people. So why should it be? They should get a better movie to be in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Movie Inception. Uh, Okay, so then he leaves. He gets he gets mad. He he goes to work, work, and she follows him to the goddamn door. And berates him the whole time. He goes into work and immediately he's yelled at by his boss. Well, where does he work at? He works at he like, works a, like a film place where they're delivering it's a, films. He's a distributor. Yeah. Does he cut the film though? Like, is he like, he does processing and stuff? It's never it clear like what the just, fuck he does. He I mean, I got like, Vespa. I got like we a weird, that. like, in Red Dragon, you know, how he has his own little space and he's yeah. like really good at what he does, except this guy's like fucking terrible at what he does, so. You yeah. never get to see him do but what no, he does. No. Yeah, because he's like never got money for the Vespa. Because, because he's like, I just go, he... I just go to the diner and I just get double hot dog orders. And everybody hates him. Mm. Everybody in the world hates this guy. Well, because he's fucking weird, he Steph. Is a, he's a weirdo. So then you're introduced to Dollman, aka Wooly Mammoth Mustache. Who? And he's like, I Officer got Moriarty. Listen, I, I mean, still, not... I still Stop got BJ in here from the first furry <laughs> cup I ever drank from. <laughs> Dr. Moriarty, and he meets the captain, and he basically he's setting up a program to what, like, treat. I mean, listen, you tell young me. offenders so that they don't. Re-offend? Tell me what this. Tell me what his goal I don't is. Know. So this is like early 1980s version of Mindhunter, where he's like, I just want them all to go to a fish show and experience <laughs> a magical moment, and he's like, these homos gotta know what's right. <laughs> What, what does he actually say? Like, oh, I'm going to get these guys jobs. And then when they have jobs, they can go back into society. Yeah, Something. he basically tells him that, like, uh, so Moriarty's like, oh, yeah, I want to get in touch with these people. I want to talk to them. And then the police chief's like, oh, yeah, so you can catch them on something and then we can nail them. And he's like, no, I just want them to have a sick jam session. <laughs> no, the, the female officer that's, like, showing him around and eventually takes him to his office. Officer... She- Ocean Bowl. Ocean Bowshin is her name. Ocean Bowshin. <laughs> and, and actually, she is looking at him the whole time like he's the fireball in Ghostbusters and her vagina is Dan Aykroyd's thighs. <laughs> like just fucking Whee! just grinding down that fireball like a fucking vice grip. She's like, I read your Indeed profile and what I see is we are simpatico. And by me simpatico, I mean my labia scrotum should be on your earmuffs. <laughs> She's instantly horny about it. I mean, it. I seen yes. it and I liked it. And I fucking but favorited it. I do like when the captain's like, so we have to talk about like parking. And he's like, I ride my bicycle. And he's like, you fucking libtard. Hey, no, he's like, <laughs> no, he says, what's, what's he say? He's like, he's like, you probably listen to an 80s horror podcast with liberal views. <laughs> he's like, you probably think females have a strong voice and should be heard all over the country. <laughs> no, in his brain, he's like, hey, 
He was humping again. I saw him. He's humping. He's fucking like, <laughs> listen, uh, if one th- we get one thing from this episode, it's Darwin's horny for Satan. <laughs> he's, in, he's in here just like this. Sah, sah, so sah. then doesn't he like uh, his new office is in the drunk tank again, which is like uh, Mind Hunter. Drunk tank. I know you don't hear that term very often, except if you watched under arrest the you Canadian. are under arrest. <laughs> the Canadian. You are, do you, do you watch it yet? No. <laughs> Holy shit. Ben. Wait, where can I find this? It's on, on fucking Netflix. Netflix. All right, I'm on Netflix. Everybody Netflix. goes to the drunk tank. So I can't ca- watch it's, him it's fucking ca- It's Canadian over cops, right? Yeah, yes. but it's from the 80s. And Dude, everyone... Darwin is putting in work. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's like, what? Is this better is made of lambskin? Well, I'm going to put my dick in. Riggs, I still got it. Riggs. He's like, Dad, I'm pretty sure this is sheepskin. 100% real. It's, it's Sherling. It's sh- Sherling coat. Is that what everybody wears in this movie, too? No, that was in fucking oh, Mad Man. Mad Man. Man on Mars. Man on Mars. Yeah. Sher- you got the Sherling coat. You guys watch Mad Men? We watched Mad Men Mars. Mad Men. I made, sta- I made stuff watching for the first Wait, time. Wait, Mad Men's the one with the girl from uh, Near Dark, right? No, Mad Men's the one with the chick from Dawn of the Dead. It's fucking oh. horrible. It's oh, a horrible yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, and the hot tub yeah, yeah. scene. You both hated right. it. No, I, I've seen it before. I love so it. I like it. I like it. It's bad. I was Steph bored was to shit during it. Steph was cracking up laughing the whole movie, dude. Does it make sense? So she's bullshitting right like, now. Uh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, yeah. When we cover it. One day. So then it cuts um, to a color-coordinated uh, couple, two women, running on the beach. It's j- a, yogging. It's a blonde and white and a redhead and red. And yeah. then you look over to the side and it's ten deads and in blackface. <laughs> so I was like, this girl looks like uh, she's like a young Anna Nicole Smith. And then we have the what? stunt double for Barbara Streisand. Next to her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the blonde is she's what you not, would call she's... an eager beaver. She's, yeah, but she's I mean, not she's fat gorgeous. enough to be a young Anna Nicole. No, no yeah. but she's, she's pretty hot. No, yeah. but Anna Nicole, no, but Anna Nicole like, in her prime was not fat. You know? Yeah, she just had like she was still curvy. rustic no, she warlocks was, she you could grab onto. Curvy. Like, listen, in her prime, she was curvy. Is, this like, woman is not very curvy. I'm not going to say that Anna Nicole never had pussy rolls, but I'm going to say that she didn't have regular rolls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but she had rolls. I can't K- look, Kaiser rolls. Listen, can we put a blockade up here so I can't see no, in that Darwin corner? Is, Darwin is currently folding his bed in half and then fucking the, yeah, the, the, he's the making bed taco. A, he's making a cock taco. I mean, I'm upset. <laughs> I can't watch it. I mean, he's t- he's making me think. He's of, like, Dad, I'm reenacting the <sighs> scene from Deep Throat that you like so much. <laughs> he's like, I'm doing what you taught me, Dad. Cock taco. <laughs> when Darwin starts so, going, gah, 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 and then we'll worry. Oh Jesus Christ! I'll also, just I'll just turn this off, and I'm, it'll be an, it'll be like a fucking minuscule podcast. It's natural. <laughs> I approve it as a veterinarian. Look, Listen, it's interspecies, Jesse. I have to say though about the Marilyn chick with the blonde hair. The Aussie. Who fucking wears that much makeup to go jogging on a beach? Every woman I've well, ever so seen. She's, a, she's this Australian chick, right? Have you guys ever seen uh, Workaholics? Yeah. You know the episode where that Australian chick is like the temp and they're, they're like all obsessed yeah, with yeah, her? Yeah, yeah. She looks identical to her. Like her, their jawline. Australians just got them like sexy jawlines. I'll tell you. No, more- I, actually, I actually put a, I printed a paper, a picture out of that and I put it up to that one and actually the jawline matches up perfectly to her. More I know. More importantly, have you seen the episode where they go to the fucking juggalos the juggalos the gathering of the juggalos it is the best episode yeah it's the best so okay. it cuts to fucking mickey Rourke <laughs> now this is when you get the first sighting of mickey Rourke. yeah and he's fucking hassling eric and he's like giving him shit what's going on eddie spaghetti come over here i want you to to look at my face my my face it's like a mask made out of petrified <laughs> slugs and then i want to want you to picture me eating a plate of spaghetti with my petrified Paralyzed face, and I'm just <laughs> le, 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 licking <laughs> up them he, noodles. Is he blah blah? Eddie Spaghetti. <laughs> le, 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 le. Is this his boss? Do you no, need your Mickey, inhaler, no, Eddie? Uh, Rourke. Mickey Rourke. 
So basically, okay, Mickey Rourke is rocking a pink striped tank top, mm-hmm. and Eric is like, "Listen, I'm gonna fucking ask you this question from Casablanca." That's how he talks. Which I know that you know the best. You know this movie better than everyone in and the he's world. Like, yeah, I know that movie. My paralyzed bulldozer face knows what it is. He's <laughs> yeah. like, I know it as much as I know my extra large t-shirt yeah. with Tweety dressed like Scarface. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Let me back up my face. Beep, beep, beep. I know the answer, Eddie Skits. And he's like, and if you get it right, I'm going to give you $50. If you get it wrong, you're going to pay me $40. It doesn't make any sense. And he's like, whatever, I'm going to the diner so I can order (laughs) the John Goodman special. Which is what? Hot dog with the works. Gravy on gravy. (laughs) It's hot dog with the works. Chocolate donut. Two chocolate donuts, I think, right? I don't know. Is this the thing? I got this written down because it's fucking bizarre. And, he, and then John Goodman looks over and John Goodman's like, you know, people think that arteries and veins are for <laughs> transporting blood, but I call them extra fat storage. <laughs> it's like when you, know, when you have too much, you put them up in the attic. Well, my veins are to put the fat that I want to eat later. You store it in the adipose. I store it inside my body. And then when you die, sometimes it becomes adiposeer and then you can become the soap lady and from, you, and from when, the mutter museum. And you do this stuff. Because <laughs> that's forever. You have a, you have a permanent umbugger. Yeah. So the order is two chocolate donuts, hot dog with the works, fries, and a large coke. Ugh. Which right now, if I ate, would decimate my sweet, sweet bowels. Oh my it god, would. it would just make me just fucking. Oh, it I would. would. I would but get he, the repeats at three o'clock in the morning. But he is the scrawniest guy ever. Also, he's a super creep because when he's at the diner, he sees the two chicks that are jogging. You know what this reminds me? Would, would you say he's super creep? Super, super creep. He's super creepy. This scene reminds me of the scene in. uh what is it? Um, terror, terrifier, where the fucking clowns oh, sit across yes. from him in the pizzas. That's what this fucking it's reminds me. So of. creepy. He just goes over. Except, and he's like, I'm gonna be super creepy, but I don't have clown makeup on. But except that in this situation, he's being a creep. But Marilyn is like, no, she's into on it. Board. I mean, I think what you meant to say was, except in this situation, there's an actual story around the movie. But there is. I mean, that's it. <laughs> it's not just a clown walking around like I'm but scary. He, Watch he, me do I, this. I, I didn't <laughs> make it through that movie. I, 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 no, it, there's it, really creepy shit in that yeah. movie, but like it's a good like like Art the Clown fucking is probably one of the most amazing characters in a oh, horror movie is, for yeah. like a long time. But the movie itself, it's well, the good. actor and his like his whole like I, I don't know persona, his, yeah, his her persona was great. Yeah. But I started watching it and I had like a flashback to those early like after dark horror fest movies where someone's like, "I'm hella edgy." Have you heard Slipknot before? Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, no. it did, yeah. No, but it, it's worth it to watch for him. All right. What if we covered uh, Faith by George Michael? You gotta have faith. I don't know, but faith, now, now, faith. I got, now I got that fucking stupid Slipknot song faith stuck in my head. What song? Well, do you guys hear the new Marilyn Manson cover of Cry Little Sister? Yeah, yes. I did hear it. And he's like this. Why do and my question? My, my immediate question to that is why would you cover a song that is so unique in and of itself? Because he thinks he can. That's Be- why. Because he- also, isn't he going on tour with Rob Zombie? Double farts. No, the they, they, they zombie, go on tour, yes. they've gone on tour before and they <sighs> always cause drama with between each other. But the reason they cause the drama between each other, it's like Jay-Z, Marion and Beyonce. It's because the, it makes... It <laughs> Wait, makes they it, just released a joint album blowing up the internet. Yeah, exactly. That's what, fucking, that's what Rob Zombie and... Um, hashtag things John would not listen to dot com. Me hashtag neither. just listen Me to that Zealand They actually, album. they're going to do a collaborative song and it's going to be Marilyn Manson going... And then the background's going to be like, yeah! It's going to be Rob Zombie. Yeah. <laughs> and Dan is, Dan's is going to come and he's going to be like, yeah! Uh, no, he's going to be like, yes. Muppet, Muppet Danzig. Danzig's like, wait for it, wait for it. Yeah! 
Doesn't does the dancing go? Mother. Yeah, and he but goes. But it does the Muppet voice. He does, yeah. Tell your children not to walk my way. Tell your children not to walk my way. Listen, dancing was fucking hot, and back in the day. I would have banged. Yeah, he was also like four feet tall. He was. He was a midget. Steph's like, he was like a little Pokemon <laughs> that I'd keep in my vagina. But I'm cool, also Steph. a short person. There's a lot of so. girls in high school that I crushed on, and now they're like 600 pounds, so I don't know what that's saying. <laughs> I don't know either. Every single girl I ever crushed, crushed on from high school, they're either dead or they're 600 pounds. I was also, listen, <laughs> so I was I also win. <laughs> probably ugly in high school, so it's fine. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I love this it girl. It all works out in the end. She died guys. of heroin. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, mother. <laughs> the son of the wolf. So. Okay, where are we at? He fucking starts fantasizing about uh, her Marilyn being Monroe. Marilyn. Yeah. Right. So what is he but doing during weird. this time period? Is he staring at her blankly and she's going, uh-huh. But he's uh, kind uh-huh. of talking to her as if she's is she is Marilyn but Monroe, she's playing into really, it she is and it's totally. this weird thing where her friend is the only person grounded in reality right. and he's like okay well do you remember this monster that was in this movie he's, he's like, like I once watched three of the same movies for a whole year I watched babies kids <laughs> and- <laughs> I saw that in the theater with my dad and Space Jam and Kazam I just kept watching those three for a whole year and that's why I went insane and I like to just <laughs> Go in the bedroom and tenderize my scrotum with the meat tenderizer. But so, yeah, so basically she's like flirting back with him and then she asks she asks him for a ride to work. Mm. And he's like, Well, I don't have two four wheels, I have two wheels, I have a Vespa, and so she's like, go. Yes. And then go for a ride. Oh, let me tell you, when she gets on that fucking Vespa and she hitches she up her fucking her, skirt, yes. I was like, Shut up, I don't know, but don't come easy. And she's like, Oh, but I was coming, but I was coming easy. But he's like, uh, Steph, just, Steph, there was pre cum. He's like, And I pre cum easy. And there was enough pre cum to mess with me. My dick looks like a whole bottle of shampoo. No! <laughs> it was the complimentary conditioner. <laughs> How the fuck am I so greasy? <laughs> oh my god. So they go, they're riding back, and she's like, In Australia, a man would come around and show two of the same movies over and over. The sound of music? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Lawrence of Alabia <laughs> and Porn on the Fourth of July. No! <laughs> and it was, you know what this made me think of, though? It made me think of the scene where. The cashmere, George. The cash. The man would come by, and I would touch his sweater. I'd say, "What is this sweater made of?" And you go, "Cashmere." No, he's like, "But I didn't want the sweater. I wanted the cashmere. The cashmere." So basically, also, she she tells him that she never knew her parents. So like, this is like a bonding thing that they have, right? right. That he never knew his parents. She never knew her parents. Whatever. So then it cuts to fucking Dom Man, whose sentient mustache is making him <laughs> do <laughs> cocaine and sing blues well, travelers on harmonica. The harmonica. Who wants a pie? Midnight oh. meal. And, and, oh, I'm gonna get in this cop's badge. And this is the like Ange sees him, right? And instead of having, she's the type of woman that little Benny would have loved to encounter because I would have been like. Hey, just me, like, listening to this Linkin Park CD over and over again. Oh, no. Like, That's the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life. No, he's like, watch. He's so edgy. He's like, watch <laughs> me do this. Watch. There's, there's hip-hop and rock together. I'm going to do this harmonica solo right now. It's a state of affairs, state of emotion, <laughs> the kind of thing that you must understand. I tell you one thing, you tell me another. We walk away, maybe then shake hands. That's more blues travel lyrics than I ever wanted to know. Yes. You got him. Okay, 
But so, okay, they go home and bang. Yeah. Instantly. Like, she's Instantly super bang. turned on by this. It feels like it's like a weird 70s porn setup. It's like, yo, I'm coming in here and singing your blues traveler. And she's like, inside. And it's also, like, fat, 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 Nobody fat, comes fat, out fat. from under the blankets and they both have underwear on. Well, she was holding Ritz crackers. Ritz crackers and a TV remote no. that's like six miles long. Nothing can we, matters. Wait, can we talk about the fact that, like, this scene is makes sense in something like bachelor party with like tom hanks right. i get that but like, i love what that movie the, what the fuck is going on here? how does this tie in eric binford it, it doesn't make sense it doesn't make any sense no and it's not necessary but he's like listen i'm a hippie okay and i just i, I popped a rocker willy in my fucking pants right now looking at you <laughs> and right now i'm going to build an erector says in my bugle boys and you're going to come over and help me build it <laughs> but okay in this i had constructs we 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 understand that they both blame all the violence on violence in on, the TV, on TV yeah, yeah. and in movies. So they basically are saying like whoever is committing murders is because of the environment and the violence on the TV. Which is bullshit. The TV, you see. On the TV. Yeah, so then it cuts to the next scene and Eddie Spaghetti sends... He's creeping. He sends Monroe a used Kleenex because he wants to <laughs> order a Bloomin' Onion in her Australian outback. <laughs> no. But <laughs> at, at the center of that Bloomin' Onion is a labia scrotal. No, Ooh. so he sends her some... A, la- a labia scrotal majora. Some mm, fucking bo- movie bo- print that he wrote some <sighs> creepy-ass message on, and he's watching in the window she, as she opens it. But the guy from... And it's bullshit. But, like, the guy, a guy's flirting with her, and he looks like children of the cornhole. Oh, he has well, well, crazy feathered hair. God, we, forgot, we forgot to mention that earlier, <laughs> they did set up a date. When he dropped her off, they set up a movie date. They were going to go out the mo- to movies like, that night. Dennis yeah. Hopper and over fucking there. Eddie Spaghetti looks like Pee Wee Herman in his suit. He He's does. got the gray Pee Wee Herman and suit on. And he has like Dar- that thin <laughs> Darwin the thin wants tie. to fuck. Darwin no. has Dennis Hopper in oh blue velvet. Guys, I can't. You put I- your disease in me. <laughs> me- meanwhile, no, no, no. meanwhile, Nasty Nick's like, I wanted you to talk about Faith Black, not a dog fucking the goddamn bed. This is why I have cats, okay? No, cats just fucking piss everywhere. No, they're all fucking their bed. No, basically, no, what has happened is Salem's Satan Studio has become Darwin's brothel. <laughs> <laughs> this is where he comes to relieve himself of all his pent-up I mean, I want to give him that gremlin doll real quick. Listen, <laughs> I'm hoping he fucking bright light, bright light. goes to sleep like every other man. He's like, no, Gizmo will be like, red dick, red dick. <laughs> no. Oh, Steph, go red down there. Rocket, red rocket. <laughs> go down there and jerk him off. No. Holy fuck, no. Gizmo's going to be like, is that a lane yaker? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. He's like uh, humming on the dick. You do not take good care of Grammy. <laughs> First three rule, firm yeah. promise. What is the three firm promise? First rule, no get fucked by dogs. <laughs> first rule, firm grip on dick. First, first of all, don't get wet after midnight. And the pre cum account. Yeah, I was, I was just gonna say pre cum is, is technically as wet. So you fuck up. <laughs> you make boo boo now. No, we can't talk about this. Uh, I mean, it's, we already did I mean, for like five I mean, Darwin put his disease in me. <laughs> so, so, so basically, Eric he, wa- he goes wants, home. He wants money to go see from her. his aunt. Yeah, and so alone to go down on a date. And she's like, "I'll give you money if you clean my old salad bowl." <laughs> oh God, no. with a dirty rag. She wants a back rub. And which then means Becky too comes in. <laughs> seems like it could mean so many other I things. I got, I got a lot of residual I mean, dressing outside my salad bar that I need wiped up. And and in the 1980s, uh, the back rub meant. Uh, Netflix and chill. No! <laughs> well, so this is the only time in this movie where we get the subtext of, or not really subtext, that like he's banging her. 
or she made a bang something is happening this is also totally very different than a guy eating ritz crackers like he's motherfucking bluto from animal house right yeah exactly while he constantly smokes cigarettes like 24 7 in this movie he reminds me he's like a young james wood yeah (laughs) except his fucking goddamn jacket probably smells like 9 11 my god i wish (laughs) i wish debbie harry lived in this movie (laughs) (laughs) fuck james woods okay marlboros could never melt at those temperatures Like, oh my god, you smell like long, smoke. Long live the new flesh, Abby, and I mean new Jesus, flesh. Jesus Christ, you smell like someone did a jihad on a goddamn fucking World Trade Center. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. So Eric goes to the movies to meet Marilyn, but she doesn't show up. And we find out that she's out with fucking the guy from Outlander. Yeah, yeah. And 30 something. But she and so he fucking sees a prostitute. But she, well, well, first of all, we have to we have to say that she doesn't like, intentionally blow him off. She forgets. Yeah, but she's because a she does dummy. show up and he's not there. She's she's an airhead. She's she a doesn't cu- give no, a shit either. What way. she is is I'm gonna don't do, I'm, say I'm gonna it. use a throwback <laughs> term and we call it a cum sheath. Shut up. <laughs> is what she is. No, it hasn't been brought up in a while, so I feel like a <laughs> cum sheath is, is appropriate in this. Rise from your grave, cum sheath. Rise from your grave. This covers no. the, so perfectly. Fuck you. Cherry lips. For saying that. <laughs> He's like, can I use your vagina as an inhaler for $10? I'm Eddie Spaghetti. I mean, to be fair, in, in Eddie Spaghetti's realm, he was reaching for the stars. He was trying to pull one down. Oh, he, was he, trying, was. he was trying to tether it. It was out of his down. realm. Yeah, he wished, was. he wished upon a star, but the, well, the star actually was reality well, okay. that shit in his face. So then he's waiting at a bus stop, and he, there's a woman who's standing there in the street who's clearly a, a, a prostitute. A lady he, of the night. But he says to her, Oh, hey, do you know when the next bus comes? And she's like, I'm not waiting for the bus. I'm hitching a ride on my back. <laughs> I mean, I like Steph's delivery in this episode because she's clearly intoxicated. Cause he, goes, he goes, what are you buying? She's like, what are you selling? Wait, is that a Resident Evil 4 reference? <laughs> that is indeed. Fried green tomatoes. he's basically like, listen, I got 10 bucks. Why not me? And she's like, fucking 10 bucks. And she, no, laughs, she goes, 10 bucks. That, what do you need that for? Cat food? And I'm like, what the fuck? Kind what of, does that mean? What kind of grain-free, gluten-free cat food is this? 10 bucks. Nothing costs 10 bucks except fucking no, the I, cheapest cat food ever. I thought it was like cat food. She meant her vagina. That's cheap no. cat food? $10? No, it's hella yes. expensive. I was Come gonna on. say it's like two fifty for the most expensive ten dollars dog in the eighties. If we oh, were to right like now, I spend like forty dollars for a bag of cat food. Well, it was no, not a bag, a strokes. can. Cans are thirty. I spent over thirty dollars for a case. They're of talking cans. about a can. A can. Okay. Oh well, it's like thirty. It's like a dollar. I don't know. Well, I'm down the Steph, rabbit hole of Steph? the economics Listen, of food I'm, I'm right now. I was going to tell you to stop drinking. What? <laughs> I don't know how much cat food cost in the 80s because I was a baby. But was it, what was a can of raw tuna back then cost? I don't know. 50 cents? I mean, oh, no. what if what if that can of raw <laughs> Steph? What if what if that can of raw tuna was a metaphor for conolingus? <laughs> Steph, what if I told you you're actually a person that was on the Dream Warriors episode? <laughs> right now. No, no, she's not that bad. I am not that. Well, bad. so wait, she had to be earlier when she's leaving, like the feathered hair dude uh, from uh, Children of the Corn. There's a scene where uh, he's talking about like dreams tell you about your life, right? And she's like, "Oh, I have these horrible dreams where I." nightmares about losing my makeup and like at that moment i was like why do we like this person yeah i know why are they like i guess we know he's gonna lose his mind wait wait, first off was that an australian accent because that was not good oh crikey yeah you call that a knife or something (laughs) (laughs) now you're just just quoting crocodile dundee which Uh, also isn't good throwing a can at ya you call that makeup from sephora (laughs) this is makeup from sephora and she comes out looking like fucking ron mcdonald 
That's mean, though. Oh, wait, that's a, <laughs> that's a Kiwi. That's a Kiwi. So then it cuts to fucking Eric watching movies in his bedroom again, but this time he has them on a fucking reel-to-reel. Right. And his goddamn fucking Aunt bitch Aunt comes, comes in, in, and she basically, like, cunt bumps it yes. and knocks it on the ground and breaks it. This reminds me of the time when I was watching the video Dead on VHS, and I told Steph to take out the video, and she took it out, and the VCR started eating the tape, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but that wasn't my fault. And she just looked at it, and all the tape was getting sucked and into the VCR. I'm just imagining Jesse being like, yeah, I mean, the movie's not that good. But the- No, what I did was I picked Steph up, I walked to the Benjamin Franklin Bridge, and I threw <laughs> off like Jake in fucking Savage Streets. I just fucking threw that bitch right off the fucking bridge. And she came back. And but I'm alive still. <laughs> because sometimes they come back. Sometimes they come sometimes back. Sometimes dead is better. And that's me. So you, did, you lose, <laughs> did, you, did you lose that tape or what? <laughs> no, it's 20th Century Fox presents Don't Touch My Tape, starring Stephanie and Jessup Thumb. <laughs> if you're thinking about watching a VHS, don't. If you're thinking about ejecting the tape, don't. If you're thinking about getting into a relationship with the tape head, don't. <laughs> Keep don't, telling don't, yourself, don't. don't. It's, it's only a movie. Don't, 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 it's too late. We've been married for three years already. <laughs> it's too late, baby. Now it's, it's too late. In association with, I told you not to touch my tapes, bitch. Productions. <laughs> oh, so he, when he's looking, he's like looking for fake Marilyn, right? And he's got his fake. He's got his hop along Cassidy watch. I did see and that. And this conjured moments of when little Benny was in Kmart, and they had a Raiden <laughs> Mortal Kombat watch, and I wanted that sweet watch so bad. And my father was like. Only a homosexual do <laughs> So his dad's like, only a homosexual can actually wield lightning. <laughs> and he's like, that doesn't even make sense. You throw lightning bolts, you're fucking queer. I do not trust orientals or men who shoot eels out of their you hands. You know, Ben, actually, lightning is a metaphor for sucking dick. I don't know if you knew this, but it's true. I was like, oh, geez, okay. <laughs> also, I did not play with toys till I was 34 years old. <laughs> also, Benjamin, the city of Zinj is true. But Benjamin's not even 34 yet, so that hasn't even happened. You're negative age, Ben. You're, you're negative alive. Yeah, that's not Did, not you, did you get toys as a kid? How, how yeah, terrible no, was your yeah, I, I had hella Batman Returns toys to, like, reinforce well, that Well, thank role. God. Meanwhile, like, so that. who gave you the toys if it wasn't your father? No, no th- they were. They were, they were is, very generous. This is what Ben's dad said when he went to the toy store looking for... He's like, God damn it, Batman Returns! That means my goddamn paycheck go down to one again. Well, I guess more bodies have to be down in the coffin. Look, look at this. I compare, I compare Batman 1 and Batman Return figure exactly the same. <laughs> no, dad, he's got an arctic outfit on. It doesn't make any sense. No, dad, he's got, like, a little fucking... Yeah. Why would you buy... On? Why would you buy a little fat toy of Danny DeVito? I mean, you could just go see Danny DeVito live in Philadelphia. This is your life goals to be like the Danny DeVitts? I, I, I want to... Nuked under- food? Listen, I want to understand how Michael Keaton can be this bad creature, but make no sense to me, it does not. Who pooped the bed? I don't know. I don't understand how Danny DeVito's spirit animal be the penguin. Danny DeVito, Yakov Smirnov. I will say to you, Ben... Michelle Pfeiffer, she cute pussy, you know? Your <laughs> mother, you, you have a beautiful mother, but I'd be dumping in that candy hole. <laughs> you know what I do sometimes to your mother? I wrap her in saran wrap and spray paint her black so she looks like the cat woman, and I rip a hole in her ass. And she gets fucked up. <laughs> we call her saran wrap cat Dude, woman. Dude, you know they sell the fucking cat woman, the... the that fucking like latex mask for like ever. I saw everybody in their house that fucking had one. Listen, oh yeah, I'm back gonna then. bring that shit back, and that's my Halloween costume this year. Okay. <laughs> Jesse's <laughs> like, and you're not, you're never gonna leave the house because I won't let you because there'll be penetration. I don't know. <laughs> 
There's gonna be Roadhead tonight. And Steph's not, and the funny thing is gonna be Steph's not gonna even know it's happening. <laughs> okay, where are we at? It's a funeral. Oh, so she well she knocks on the projector, and then we see that clip of he, the movie where the guy's pushing the woman in the wheelchair yeah, down the and then she Fred boogies down the fire stairs. escape. He pushed her in the stairs. No, no, and he laughs. He doesn't really push her. She her thing just goes out of control. Oh, no, he, she he, 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 her he definitely her. like he definitely kicks her in that direction yeah, because she, she's stuck and she's like come push me come get me and he's like all right bitch and then he pushes oh, her I down thought, the I stairs her, i thought the control just got stuck no. and he was no. just giving no, 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 yeah. he pushes her he and definitely like, initiated that shit you love this kiss of death scene right with uh what is it uh uh richard widmar playing tommy udo and you know what i was really weirded me out and what i like looked up he that's like the same way that uh heath ledger acts as the joker it's like the yeah. same kind of like mannerisms and shit so he totally stole that from there I mean, that's a reach. I, forgot, I, I, see. I do see it, though. I do see it. But I, I heard like him say... So, are you besmirching the... the uh, we have to finish the song at least, for God's all right, sake. All right, all right, all right. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I just don't know why no. this Jew is, like, besmirching fucking Heath Ledger over no, here. I, I love Heath... A Knight's Tale, what a classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. my God. He's, he's probably rolling over in his desiccated grave right now, because you're like, A Knight's Tale? Really? That's what you remember me for? <laughs> I like how John's like, This Jew... This is Jew, I know. Oh, it's only a man who's We never like actually explicitly said that he's Jewish. I mean, but, he, but we've implied it. He's actually black too, <laughs> like Sammy Davis Jr. His mom is actually uh, Asian too. So but. yeah, so he. Oh, put, I mean, he how many Paul? minorities are you in one so that we can cover all of our bases? He's a Neapolitan of life. <laughs> mm, like Native a American. Did Elton John make a song of you? Mm-hmm. Benny and the Chance. Benny and the Neapolitan. Benny and the Jazz. Sometimes you're black, sometimes you're Asian, sometimes <laughs> Russian Jew. You put it all inside, and what do you do? You, you were, got Benny and the Jazz. You were in the hot tub pressing your ass against the Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So now um, we're at the funeral, yes. and there's a bunch of guys standing no, around with shovels that don't need the, them. Why? Because she's fucking cremated, and she's in an urn. It doesn't make any sense. It, what is this inside joke with a priest being like super rich? I have no idea. It's touched on and never touched He's on like, again. Again, you I never know, see him. I know you wanted her buried next to Marilyn, but there was no room next to also, Marilyn. Also, could you bribe so... me real quick, and then we'll never see each other yeah, again. Yeah, and then take the urn and <laughs> go like, home. No, he's like, we'll take care of this. Here's a $2 bill. And the guy's like, I'll keep it. It's but he so talks to him weird. like he knows him, like they're friends yeah, or they've met before, and then weird. it's completely discarded. I don't. He's and like, as a priest is driving like, away. I'll see you tomorrow for Aunt Stella's memorial service. No, I don't believe in God. Well, God still believes in you. And then he goes, <laughs> he does that like weird little laugh that's, <laughs> that sounds obsessed with. So then it fucking cuts to the mailman delivering some kind of package. And then the you mail, find the mail, mail woman, the mail carrier. Then you the find lady. out that he, oh, Thanks, he, comes, he, he comes to the shirt and Nosferatu t-shirt. That's yes. important. And he changed his name to Cody Jarrett. Fucking dumb. Right. And she's like so confused. He by it. My name face. is my name. New name is Birthday Cake Brownie <laughs> because that's what I expect people to give me when I see them. He paints his face like Peter Murphy, and then he goes to see uh, Night of the Living Dead. Oh my god, I love this makeup. This ha- the half makeup that he does is so fucking. It's good. probably the It's the coolest thing about it's the so movie. Good, but it really, it's what part. it's Bella, Bella Lugosi, right? Bella Lugosi's yeah. dead. Undead, undead. Yes. And he goes to freak out. After that, he's like, I'm going to go freak out fucking Marilyn Monroe in the shower. This scene's weird. It is weird. How did he find her house? And he sneaks into her house. Look, a and creeper then... knows things innately. 
And he scares her in her bathroom. And he's like, but I just wanted an autograph. But nothing ever becomes of this nothing. scene. Like, like does she, she doesn't call it? the cops. Nothing. This was something they just storyboarded. We're like, what would be really cool if we had a psycho scene in here yeah, for no reason? It does no. not fit so in there. So it's desperate from everything So then it else. goes from there to him meeting the hooker in the parking lot. She's getting in her blowjob mobile. Right. And he fucking scares her. And it's kind of weird, like the interaction because that's going on. Right, because he, he chases, chases her. And then she falls on the fence and kills herself. That's not how she, things happen. She's a real Butterfingers. Like, she gets a whole fucking <laughs> beam of a yes. fence into her fucking She fence. falls but from... I've never... Like, mm. when she falls into the fence, the fence disintegrates into a million pieces. She lays on top of it and she has a whole piece through her Yes. Neck. So this and, all, like... Go on. Again. This all happens, like, really close after, (laughs) uh, (laughs) like, when he harasses Marilyn. And I legit at this point was like, is this a dream? Like, is he dreaming this? Is this all dream logic happening right now? Yeah. It's weird. And then, like, he... It's very phantasmy. It's very dream-like and ethereal. He... Ethereal? (laughs) Ethereal. Yeah! Urethra? Is it urethra? It's like like being inside a fucking... It's like being a sperm inside of a fucking cock that's pushing urine through and then you're you're liberated finally. (laughs) it like shoots out in two directions like in Contra and you're like, I got the spread shot! And when the the urine hits... Except you have to clean that up later because you're an adult. The thing is that these sperm don't realize that when they come and they spread out into the universe, they're going to die. Yeah. And they're not going to serve any purpose. And that's it. I think we should leave. Wait, 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 wait. We should leave a dead li- silence real and, quick for, and, for and the sperm. life is over. But I mean, do, but do sperm have brains? I don't know. And can who, a baby have an say? orgasm? Steph, I'm going to say right now, for the record, it's been a long time since you've been this drunk. I know. It's been a while. Let's, 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 let's thank Benny for this. Thank you, Ben. Welcome. So wait, so he, he well, she dies on the fence and he touches her blood and he licks it and Maybe. he's like, I, blah, 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 exactly. I like this. <laughs> exactly and then stuff. he drinks her blood from her neck. Yeah. He drinks like, it. Like Bella Lugosi. Well, because he needs blood to freaking sell to the Red Cross to get fucking goddamn money for Listen, free basin. I get, emails, I get emails and calls every day. They need my blood type. Yeah. And they're going to give me a what? free t-shirt if I go and no. they do oh, well, for what does it say on the t-shirt? Any t-shirt you want? It says like Red Cross and it's a red t-shirt. Tell them you want know. something better like a fucking Chick-fil-A gift card. <laughs> they were giving away Amazon. Say, $5 Amazon Say you can price. have my blood for Chick-fil-A. Do I mean, we have oh a deal? God, I just can't because... so fresh. Yeah, but you should, be able to set the, <laughs> you should be able to set the terms because it's your precious but, blood. But shouldn't you do it just from the goodwill of your heart? No. no. You should do it for waffle fries and cheese sauce. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Polyn- because, the like, Polynesian I sauce. I love the Polynesian. Wait, is that kosher? I'm Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't I'm matter. talking to Ben right now, <laughs> goddammit. Oh, God, I hope so. Wait, so it cuts to, he's back at his work. Yeah, and, and Mickey Rourke sneaks up in back of him and starts strangling him. And he's like, right. you smell me? My skin is like the bark from a petrified forest. <laughs> like a fossilized carbuncle. But my acting is too stupendous. <laughs> my delivery impenetrable my presence undeniable john's face like he's experienced this before i mean he may so, have he may have experienced this all before but so basically he eric is demanding money for that fucking casablanca trivia bullshit yeah and of course they're not gonna Richie give it. is like i'm gonna kick your goddamn ass if you don't leave me the fuck alone he's like you want to know more useless trivia bet you didn't know guillermo del toro like soft and not crunchy <laughs> Tacos, well, then, but also he's giving I Bimford he peanut butter for a second there. I he's didn't talking know. to Bimford and he's like, "Oh, where were you last night? We heard that that like prostitute got killed." And I was like, "Why are you guys keeping track of like minor crimes right, right now?" I, I bet sense. you didn't know that fucking Corey Feldman did Donatello's voice in TMNT. I knew it. 
Stuff. I knew it. I knew it. I, I mean, when he was doing machines, I knew it was the Corey Feldman. <laughs> I mean, Corey Corey Feldman was the least. He was probably like the person who should not have been Donatello, the smart one. He was like Cowabunga! Oh, flashbacks of Michael. <laughs> so this is when fucking Mickey Rourke goes to the carnival with his like, friends right, so they can steal toys. They, they're well, they're winning and stealing they're, toys. They're heterosexual life mates, and they're having a very platonic. They're like, wait, let me date. Right, I, but listen, then, Mickey, I want that fucking big ass monkey. I want to fuck it at home while you watch. You but get then that for they me. hang out long enough, and they're like, let's get some pussy. Do they never say that? <laughs> they do because then he's like, let's go. They get run into a homeless and person, and they ask a homeless person where the pussy is. No, like they, he would know. No, they run into a cowboy in an alley, and the cowboy is <laughs> like, I've been riding my horse all day. I got hemorrhoids inside of a watermelon <laughs> coming out of my ass. Looks like a beanbag chair coming out of my fucking asshole. Oh, this, this whole. <laughs> This whole, like, scene with this cowboy who comes walking up with his spurs. He's super creepy looking, too. He looks like he's wearing he's a man's a, face. A I can't believe they did yeah. his makeup for one fucking scene. It reminds me of fucking tourist trap mask. Well, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. thing that's so funny about it is that his friend runs away. But is it Rich, funny, though, stuff? But Richie is like, not funny. stays. <laughs> Richie's like, who are Steph you? Steph has no concept Why of, of any emotion. To- <laughs> she's drunk. <laughs> she's a like, man who gets shot down in an alleyway. She's, she's alleyway. like, She's like, when the guy comes out with the God, it's pretty prepubescent. I mean, I don't Listen. know what you guys thought, but I thought it was pretty prepubescent. Ben, when I you're supposed to be Melissa, so when I look at you, you're supposed to take my oh, side. Come on, good gravy. <laughs> I wish Melissa said good gravy. Listen, so his friend takes off, and he's like trying to reason with him. He kicks him the fake gun, and then he fucking shoots the shit out of him. And yeah. he's fucking dead, but he could have got away. So That's my whole first point. First and foremost, I'm guessing that like he has this whole little like uh, I, I, like makeup space where he puts on his makeup, okay, and I well, guess he sculpted that face. We'll, we'll get to this later, because he also must have a fucking classic car in his garage that he just drives around. Or, or an access to a full uh, photography right, studio. Like, yeah, what? and a buzzer, make, and security door, and keypad. Doesn't make any sense. Keypad. Keep, keypad. So then it cuts to Doll Man. Right. Right. And he's still like, he's still like, here's a fun fact about Doll Man. Doll Man actually goes after That's the him villain. In the Doll Man's gun is the most powerful gun in the universe, and it's called the Kruger Blaster. No. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. Guess who the villain in Doll Man is? Freddy Krooms? Freddy Kr- No, it's um, Jamie Earl Haley. James Earl Jones? <laughs> who became? Wait, Jackie Earl Healy? Yeah. Who became Freddy Krooms later yep. in life? There you go, bam. Well, he and was he was little um, children, and he was swimming he in was, the water. He was Rorschach. Yeah, he but was, you're missing the point, stuff. He was Freddy Krueger, and the gun that was used to kill him in Doll Man was called the Krueger Blaster. I'm upset about this. Do you get it? I get it, but he was also looking at the children just, in the pool. Just give me, just tell me you get it, because because <laughs> when your eyes are all white, I want to know that you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> like a shock. For size. God's sake, I get it. Okay. So oh. he, he kills Richie. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Steph <laughs> to see if she can figure out where we're at. Because you're the storyteller, sure. Steph. Dr. Moriarty is talking about Eric. <laughs> because some, for some reason, there's no continuity in this movie. Because Moriarty all of a sudden knows who Eric is. There's, a, there's, there's been a, no... like. There's a time jump because apparently after Richie dies, they get pulled in for questioning. Right. And as a part of that questioning, they go to the Irishman. And they do a test. They do a test. An unknown test. Apparently, it's multiple choice. (laughs) In which Eric Binford tests red. Right. 
in his test. And again, this is like Whatever a weird mind hunter thing where he's like, oh, I'm looking at his psychological profile, but like, it is never mentioned this again. But is this subplot, that, this subplot is not relevant to anything it is. No, and it's never on. developed. But it's this not. is the best because this is when he's like, when uh, Dollman's basically does the guy, he's like, I know the human mind, Captain! Especially, especially the, the sick, sick ones. ones! And then the Captain's like, Oh, yeah, fuck the mine, okay? <laughs> Two in the red, one in the shed. <laughs> Pretty also, much. Also, in the scene, Bimford is dressed like Giallo Super Mario. Did you see that? He's got, like, coveralls, red shirt underneath, and he's got a leather jacket with, with gloves. leather gloves. Yeah. I love the I love the progression. I, like, I, do, I do like the, the idea of Giallo Super Mario, though. But I, I do. I, lo- I do enjoy that. But I love the progression of his character. In I'm this going movie. to choke out your Goomba. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't struggle. This is the last hammer brother that lives. Oh my God, next time you're jerking me off, say, Steph, can you say you're, you're choking my Goomba? No, I can't say that. John said it and I was on board. So coming out of your mouth like a picture, I'd be even more. Because it's Portobello. Do you like it when I choke out your Goomba? <laughs> no. I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do the fucking. Uh, what is it? What is it called? The fucking choking game with your dick. With your little, gonna, let's do the choking game with your little Goomba. <laughs> Jesse wants to be riding that cloud. I'm like, yeah. it's, I'm like, it's so purple. Oh my god. <laughs> Step jump on my flagpole. So vain down. <laughs> like, there's not a goddamn fucking oxygen cell left in my dick. Step. Okay. That's me doing it with my dick on a xylophone. Up next. So Eric is Steph, I just pulled this radish out of the ground. You better watch my purple cock go right into your mouth. Oh my god, I'm coming. Oh my god, I'm coming. Oh my god, I'm coming. Listen, I have to pee. I'm about to get a walk away. Oh my god, I'm going to shoot right all over your goddamn manus. Okay, so Eric is. And my brothers, one through three, ruined for me forever. I know. Mario 3 is my favorite. Thank you. Okay, so Eric is the hitching of a ride. And he gets in the car with a movie producer. <laughs> and, okay, it just so happens this, this fucking famous and, producer, yeah, and, and he like, knows oh, all of his movies. Yeah, you got what it takes, Eddie Spaghetti. I can tell by them Jolly Rancher lips. You Man, got they, what it takes. Didn't they fucking segue this shit out from left field? Yes. Like, you never met this person before, I, but Bedford's going to have a relationship well, yeah, with and him. and he pitches him some bullshit fucking story. Ben Did was you, saying it earlier. This part feels like a dream. Like, it was going to be a dream. Yeah. And who's this dude, John? Who is this guy? He looks familiar, but I don't... He's the guy from the beginning of Blade Runner. He's the first Blade Runner that interviews Leon. Yes! That's it. That's all he ever did. You see a turtle on its back. Why aren't you helping it? Benny's like, and points for me. Yeah, my dick is fucking hard. (laughs) I saw him put the the points in his pocket, actually. He's like, I'll save so, these for later. Eric goes home and he's like holding the urn of his dead aunt and he's like, It's Stella, it's our lucky day. And he's telling her about the producer and how like they finally made it. We finally made it, Ma. And it hurts. It hurts bad, Ma. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> you got the clap, I don't know. <laughs> Burns on a piece, so bad. But he's saying is he saying Ma like he knows? At this no, point. because he joked around and he called her ma earlier in the movie too, and she was like, "I'm not your mom, yeah, your aunt." I, I think I he know. just says that just yeah. Because. I think he's just fucking with her. So then he goes to buy eight by tens of Paulie Shore and Brendan Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, <laughs> so, Pumpkinsino, man. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. He's like in this like fucking store, and, and the guy's like, "You got all these. You got like dupes. purple sticky punch. You got like dupes of all these." Eddie Spaghetti, I don't know why you need more. And he's like, just give me another one of Paulie Shore because... He's like you, no, up. He's no. like, I know I got doubles in these paperbacks, but I'm going to put them He's like, John told me to make a spreadsheet, but I don't fucking care because I can keep it all in my mind's eye. He's like, I, I could never have enough crawl from son-in-law. I need to have at least four of those. <laughs> oh, shit. He was a unique weasel. I need to have doubles of that. Oh my god. So he jerks it, right? Is when he goes home and jerks it. And there's like Marilyn a, on the ceiling. There's a oh fucking my god, camera dude. upshot of his like bean pouch in his face. Like, bitch! You beautiful bitch! It's it's Halloween, too. And, and you're apparently supposed to figure out that he orgasms because he sits up in bed a little bit. Really? It's weird. He, yeah, he like, comes here. He does. Oh, yeah, he does. I don't know. Right in his box. I actually write a fucking review of the same thing. Where, I mean, a, an, an interview with a bunch of the actors and the. Um, they made a huge deal about this scene, about him, like, actually, like, because in a lot of movies, you would just, like, it would just be insinuated that the person was jerking off. Oh, but, he but is he, grabbing his But he went, like, balls. down his pants and was, like, fucking, jer- like, oh, jerking it and yeah. moving his actual cock around. And, like, I feel the, like he was, like, pantomiming it, but not fully no, doing it. That's, that's how like, I kind of yeah, like He was, like, pushing he, against the outside of his fucking boxes. He did initially, like, when he grabbed it, you could see him grabbing in his goddamn balls. Like, I was like, oh my god, he grabbed his balls. Totally up against him being like, Alabama and the 40 Thieves. <laughs> him suddenly being like, I'm watching Halloween and my dick is hot. Yeah. You're like, okay, I, I mean, guess that's good. I mean, it's seamless to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I follow. I watched City not grab for coconut oil, lube himself up with pre-cum, <laughs> grab a box of tissues or a roll of paper towels. So, I mean, I'm confused. He's as like, how he first finished. I warm or it and I put cilantro in it. He also did not grab his Hitachi magic wand. Well, then he goes, he's okay. like, all right, I have a... After he nuts, he's like, I gotta go to work because I gotta get my stuff. So he goes to work and he fucking gets fired immediately. Because he has he he hasn't shown up for work for days. And he has sold the Vespa. Yeah. So he runs in there to go get his shit, and the guy's like, You're not going in here. You're fired. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. And he's like, Excuse me! I have my spooky poster in there that is valued at at least ten dollars USD, and I will be permitted to go get it. He's like, No, you will not be permitted to go in there and get it. And he throws the sandwich, and I knew John was like kind of meats were in there that you took away from me he's like excuse me i have my eight by ten signed by fisher stevens from short circuit two and it says journey five on it it's alive and i would like that back please thank you and he's like you're not coming back in here ever again get off the premises right now until that night when he creeps back in in perfect mummy makeup perfect scares the shit out of his boss perfect mummy makeup that looks like it was fucking donald pleasant's like fucking ass wipes like desiccated and wrapped around his body. <laughs> so you're saying that it was a mummy comprised of ass raggins. It was a mummy ass comprised raggins. of Donald Plez. Many Dinty Moors died. He's like, give you this information. You can only eat so many cans of Dinty Moor before you yourself become Dinty Moor. And when you <laughs> shat, you shat everything out of your brown cloaca. <laughs> and then you make Dinty Moor for other people to eat. And people eat you. So yeah, the boss, that night, the boss is there late. And the security, it's all coincidence, right? The security guy's like, hey, can I go get some coffee? Hey, hey boss, I'm going to go get some black coffee. You want some? uh, Okay, I'm going to go out back here. He's like, I need to get coffee. The only thing that keeps my guts moving, it keeps my motility going. Otherwise, my insides become shit rum raisin. It just all gets (laughs) chug-a-logged up there. True that. All right. Either I have a coffee BM or I have no (laughs) BM. That's just one of the two options that happen. The second I get... uh, that taste of caffeine, more of the ancient one comes right out of my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so 
The second the guard leaves, he hears something outside and he goes to like inspect or whatever. He's walking around and some like films are pushed down in front of him, scares the shit out of him. And then Eddie Spaghetti reaches out from behind yeah. a fucking Halloween poster and chokes and, him. And just scares him to death, basically. And right? breaks he has his a own attack. MIB posters. I know. It's like a travesty. Yeah. He has Belongs a in a museum. It's like that was signed by JC. It is. <laughs> um, so next, it cuts to Eric. Like, I guess it's the following day. No, oh, hold on. You, right? didn't even, you didn't even yeah, talk about the like, what? Mummy, he kills him. The mummy murder. Yeah, the mummy comes around the corner. He doesn't really kill him, though. He fucking he scares just, him to He death. has a heart attack yeah. and he goes to get the medication. I, he well, kicks I mean, him out. We, we skipped the part where basically every time the boss is shown, he's chugging fucking nitro tablets. Right. Yeah. And, and, oh, and there's a me- there also is a mention of him having a heart surgery a bypass. the following week. Yeah, yeah. that's like thrown right. in there. I, so we at know some he has a bad heart. After Mickey Rourke's killed. I mean, that's the foreskin, as Jesse would call it, where he's going to have a heart attack over here. Yeah. Dead man walking. Like, in case you didn't know that, it, like when he clutches his chest fifty thousand times in this movie, right? Bad heart. So he, then, I guess the next day, it cuts to him in an electronics store. Yeah, he's surrounded by TVs, and then suddenly, on every single TV, is the interview with the fucking director or the producer that picked him up in the car. Yeah, he's like, and <laughs> he's like, I can't believe that asshole stole my idea for Romance in the Bone where Michael Douglas gets throat cancer for eating out Catherine Zeta Jones' <laughs> pussy too much. Well, what was the what was the name of the fucking movie he pitched? I don't even remember. Ollie Alabaster in the forty. Alabama in the forty. Yes. Alabama. I said and Alabaster. The, so the, the producer fucking steals his idea. He tries to call the producer, and the producer blows him off. He's like, yeah, I don't know who you are, dude. Whatever. Mm. He steals his idea completely. So then he just basically goes, he turns into, like, Tony Montana, and he goes and guns him down in a fucking barbershop as he's getting his hair cut. I really like this part. But it was also super dream logic-y, where oh, I was like, is. is this real? Where because did he where get this is, car from? Where is he getting all this shit? I the just, car, I just the pre- Tommy I, gun. I, I presume from that. From his mother's in, from the insurance, insurance money. Inheritance. Insurance inheritance. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so he goes in, shoots up the, the fucking salon, kills the, the producer, whatever. Yeah. And then he goes back to his room, which, by the way, his room kind of looks like Melissa's fucking second floor bathroom that we're never permitted to go into, which I went into one time and looked like a hoarder's house. But did you see <laughs> the Spider-Man lamp that he has? No! It's like Spider-Man's head and shoulders. Oh, I did see it. I did see and it. And yeah. a lamp. Nice. Was, I didn't see that. It's pretty cool. Melissa's bathroom looks like a crime scene, though. <laughs> Do not say that, Jesu. So, um, Marilyn, <laughs> Marilyn and her friend, I don't know her name, they're out shopping. Tony Katan. And they see, Ugh. like, a little, I don't know what it is, a little sign with, like, pictures of, like, some photographer. And she's like, oh, hey, I have a shoot scheduled with this guy tonight. And then the friend's like, okay, well, I'll take you there to be safe. I'll that, take you there. That makes sense. To, right. I mean, she tries to be safe, but then not really. But like when I say I'm going to take you there, I'm going to walk through the door five feet, and I'm just going to be like, okay, oh, cool, hey, this looks fine. legit. Yeah, but she's goodbye. also the only person like grounded in logic. She was the person at the diner who was like, he seems super fucking creepy, and now she's yeah. the person who's like, I should probably take you there. Yeah, I'll take then, you but, there. Right, but then she's also like, <laughs> okay, it's fine, I'm going to leave. She, you know, doesn't make any sense. Meanwhile, the cops are at Eddie Spaghetti's house. And Dollman is trying to piece it together. But why? Why did they go to his house? There's Man, no editing. Through yeah. the power of editing, they figure out that Eddie <laughs> Spaghetti's. They, a- they noticed that he changed the street sign to the fucking movie title, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I don't. It was remember. like River Street and something. Yeah. And the original was like Market. Yes. And meanwhile, fucking goddamn, uh, what's his name? Uh, muskrat mustache is like Moriarty. He's begging fucking the, the <laughs> captain to just believe him that he knows what's going on. Well, it makes the, his character. 
makes no sense because like in the beginning of the movie, he's like, I'm going to help these people. I'm going to reach out to them because I'm a psychologist. And then at the end of it, he's like, I'm going to help the cops catch this fucking guy. Yeah. Like, it, you're not a cop, dude. And sense. your entire reason you're there is because you're not a cop. Yeah. And the, his, his whole story arc doesn't, doesn't need to be in there. You just take well, it out. Well, if he was like a dude who was like, oh, I want to find out what's wrong with Bimford. I want to like get in on him. And like they had all these scenes where he's talking to him and he's like analyzing him. That's fine. But then he's like, I want that wacky pussy and some Ritz crackers. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And then he's like, you're crazy. But he's like, like, give me some of that I... sticky icky and some fucking goddamn nose candy <laughs> so I can see some blues travelers again on my harmonica. So that um, ocean. He's putting the fucking harmonica up to her vagina when she when they're having sex and he's asking her to like queef into it so he can do the actual notes for blues traveler. So but Marilyn, it's not working. Yeah, Just like Mar- wet farts going into a microphone. <laughs> Darwin slobber all over it. Marilyn and her friend. Don't bring my dog into like, this. Like, push I hard know. on it. Push hard. <laughs> it's not making the blues traveler noise. Do it again. <laughs> so Marilyn and her friend go to the where the photo shoot's gonna happen. It seems legit. She leaves. Moriarty and Ocean Bowl are out driving Ocean around. Ocean Motion, we told you. Ocean Motion are out driving around <laughs> looking for Eric. Um, and meanwhile. Eric is all dressed up and he's pretend- so pretending to be a prince. I don't understand this part at fucking I don't, all, dude. I don't she either. doesn't recognize him. Right. Doesn't make any sense. He clearly looks like the same he exact person. He looks like the same person with slick back hair. Yes. But she's like she has this whole this whole ending I, of this movie. I guess but, you don't. I guess you, you don't know how much time has passed since she right. initially no, this, met him no, in the diner. But she only met him once. But it's uh, almost uh, like she's like just pretending to right, go along with it. So this well, ending of this she movie, this is where it starts to fall apart for me. Like I, I thought this movie was like pretty like you know okay up until this point. But yeah. I don't understand this ending at all because either. she goes along with it for the most part to the end. Yeah, because they're like dancing in that one scene and like. But he I he drugs know. the shit out of her. Yeah, but he but does right, it right but, away. But does he give her some kind of Nazi drug where like they she'll do whatever he wants? It, I don't it's know. Weird. Oh God, I'm scared. He puts tablets in her fucking yeah, because mouth. Because he does sense. he right, he does drug her eventually. He, gives, he does the Cosby tour. The cops show up. <laughs> Eric shoots at the She's cops. Not wrong. He shoots Moriarty in the leg, and then there's like a chase that ensues. Oh, oh, right? oh. Fun fact. Right. Speaking of Cosby, Tim Thomerson was actually on the skit show. He got his start as a comedian on fucking Cosby's skit show. It really? was called Cos. No. I swear to God. It was called Cos. That's weird. Yeah. Did he play the harmonica? And he was, tr- and yeah, and that dude was trying to cause him. Strange. So, yeah, so then Moriarty is like trying to like talk to Eric and he's like, you're Eric Binford. Like, you're out of your mind. And he's like, Nah, no, you no, see? No, 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 he doesn't say it like that. He's like, "You're out of your fucking mind, yeah. Binford!" Like that's not right. how you talk. He's, to he's a very no, no. good hostage yeah, negotiator. Yeah, 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 no, no. If he had a doctor in psychology, that's how you would talk. To right, yeah, like, right. Like, you get them on their uh, level. You so, just got everybody killed. And basically, they go they go through all this like chase through. Solve that one. Hollywood Boulevard, and right. we're like, and they and, get to the Chinese theater. Yes, he goes up into the fucking roof. Well, first they're inside the theater, and there's nobody there. And then he takes no, her up to this, the roof. No, this part's the worst because. She actually gets the gun from him. I know, and then he takes then it back Dom, from her. Dom Man's like, get the fuck out of there! <laughs> and, then, and he looks and he takes the gun right off her. <laughs> yeah, doesn't make like, any sense. I was like, this guy's a bumble. He's yeah, a fucking stupid he's a idiot. He's a terrible person. He's basically like, reaffirming why the cop should be involved and not him. Exactly. He's like, this is like so dragged out. It this is, is like, During out. this part, I was like, is this like what weekends are like for Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I don't fucking whatever. Take the gun. Let's go to the other room now. And they go to the other room and she's like, you know what? <laughs> this room's kind of like 
too much of a triangle square. Let's go to the other room. <laughs> and, like, and he's like, we were just fucking in that room. <laughs> yeah, but you know. And then they go into the bathroom and he, she's no. like, this room's too tub and toilety. Let's go into the <laughs> other room. Kurt, it's called a hole. <laughs> and then they go into the other room, and he's like, "She's like, they go right out there, and she, she's like, I'm bored of this room." And he puts the fucking gun in his mouth and just blows <laughs> his fucking head off. <laughs> so, what if I made a song about celebrity holes? I don't understand. No. Why, I don't understand why they make houses so boring. They're all just boxes within boxes. <laughs> and he's like, "I'm swallowing this fucking gun right now." <laughs> but, but but I'm swallowing it in my my garage attic. So Eric takes Marilyn up to the roof. And there's this like whole thing where they're on the ledge, and then he takes her back from the ledge. And Gallagher's like, he gets shot by don't, a sniper. Don't shoot him unless he points at you, and the sniper shoots him anyway, and he right. falls down. No, there's this like weird. And he gets back up, and he gets shot again, and he's, he gets falls down. And he starts saying all this shit. He's like, I'm, I'm Tupac. I'm Biggie Smalls. And he, he's like saying all this weird shit. He and he's like, I'm, I'm Little Caesar. And like, and it yeah. makes no fucking and he, sense. Like he pushes her through the door, and he locks her so she can't come back up. Although he did give her another pill before, and he says something like, "Take all the pills, and we'll be together." I don't know. Whatever. He goes. He climbs up on the roof, and they shoot him like four more times. Yeah. I don't know. And he forbuggins off in slow motion. Oh, he does. Finally. In front of the entire crowd of like a hundred people who are watching. And they watching. all have their iPhones out and none of them are helping. <laughs> and they do like the James Cagney thing where he's like, I'm on top of the world, ma. Which this is, is my story. That's when they were this trying is, to be, that's um, when they were trying to be just some asshole This is deep. author Cody Jarrett. And this is it, my story. And Dr. Phil's like, tell me your story. What's your story? And he's down there. <laughs> yeah. And then he fucking is dead. He's dead. And, that, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> Flatline. And then, oh, they do like, don't they do like a cut where they're like over his bedroom and all the posters yeah. and stuff and it's very like super dark it's trippy it's like a, it's ethereal ethereal <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's urethral i don't want to think about urethral yeah you do no who doesn't okay so what does everybody rate the movie just uh you go first I, this was the first time i saw this movie actually i uh, did not have never seen it i mean i've obviously heard about it a lot i've seen the cover a million times it has that awesome iconic cover of you know him the, the in the half makeup in the Dracul makeup yeah. uh, I think this movie has a lot of cool stuff going on in it and I think for its time uh, 1980 it was pretty pretty cool for its time uh, being an early 80s movie for sure uh, I like a lot of the stuff they do in it I think it's pretty pretty unique for especially a movie made around that time um, it's not really like awesome on like the horror end of things like as far as like kills go and the story's not all that great, but I still had fun with it. So I would probably say it's like a six point five for me. It was good. I liked yeah. it. The ending, I like. I don't. I don't know. I th I like Dennis Christopher. I think he does a competent job. Like, but some of like when he's doing characters and stuff like like that, to me, it seems like a kid doing a character, not yeah, like see? like it's real cheesy yeah. and corny. But I don't know. I like some of the stuff that's going on in there. It's not a movie. It's a movie I'd watch again, yeah. but it's not a movie that I'm like all about or anything like that. Um. Okay. I'll go. I agree. I'll give it a 6.0. Um, I would definitely rewatch this We're just movie. A six. six. A 6.0. <laughs> um, I would definitely rewatch it. I would recommend this movie. There are really cool things, and I love when they cut to like the movie clips from like the classic films. I think that's a cool ending thing, especially for like a movie that was made in the yeah. 1980s where like that shit wasn't done no, a lot. I think the acting is really good. I think the story kind of falls apart a little bit, but overall, I think it's um I think it's really pretty unique i guess so i would say uh yeah a six i think they did a good oh, job for it being like a pretty low budget yeah. movie i don't think it's like a um super memorable movie but i do like the things that they did it, in there. i have to say it was a pleasant surprise that, so. that's kind of how i felt yeah. too i was like oh i never saw this movie it was pretty decent mm -hmm. 
I wasn't like, oh shit, this is amazing. But right. I, I, you know, other than that, yeah, I could see why people think it. Like, I, I could see like seeing this when you're younger and then thinking it's like a fucking amazing movie, and then still having a lot of love for it. Mm-hmm. John, I, uh, I, I echo the sentiments that you guys have. Like, I, I agree that like it, it was a kind of refreshing surprise, and I like the the overall structure of the movie and what they were attempting to do and the editing that they did into it. But like, I feel like they should have doubled down on the gore at least, and like had him have that psychotic break more because it is kind of when it happens you're like oh shit because it's a slow burn a, lot, a lot of the things aren't done like necessarily 100 percent by his hands so it's no like, it's like accidental like, like, like the hooker the hooker is accidental yeah the yeah. mother is it's kind of intention but he's oh, he well, kind of regrets immediately what happens we didn't and, even talk about how he finds out well the cop finds out that like that really was his mom and oh, not yeah. really his aunt <clears throat> and yeah. she so kept the, it from him because so she was embarrassed and it's so and, like, fucked up yeah yes that's a cool. That's a cool little it's twist. A, in there. It's a weird because yeah. they're trying to do this like they're trying to do like explain Eric Benford's behavior and try to say like he's having a psychotic break for like these legitimate reasons and he needs to be reached. But like it's just handled so ham-fistedly. right? Where I, I feel like if you yeah. were going to do that, either you're going to double down on that or just take it out and just be psychological right. horror. Mm-hmm. Just do it. So if like all that in intermingled, like I appreciate the 1980s, like they were attempting to do that. I would like to see them go back to that and do that. Try to do that again, but like. I mean, had, I know, had it been gore and had there been nudity and had they doubled down on like, I don't. Was well, it, also it, think, it was R rated, right? It was. Yeah, I think it was. Not R-rated. that this guy's incompetent or anything like R, that. Yeah. yeah, not that he's incompetent, the director, but also I'm just thinking like this is like the only like one of the only movies he directed. He directed, so it's right? Like, he no. doesn't really have a good grasp, like from an actual telling a story from a director's standpoint of you know how that could come across and maybe all these things sounded good like on paper and then once you watch the movie as a whole you're like ah and that could there, be there's some things that, and that could be, be him different. and that could be the screenwriter and that could also be the editor the editor could have, could have fucking chopped this up the way he did too so i don't really know who's responsible for that but yeah. like man i just they drug out that fucking ending yeah as, as where it fall, falls apart for me i feel like they should have just if anything maybe meryl should have died at the end of that too or like bought into his hysteria and, and right. fucking did that then it would have like that that kind of punch think, at the like, end of it i was thinking that they were going to do like a joint suicide for yeah a minute because it there, seemed like she was going to jump off way, with him right. or she was ready to she was yeah. buying into she the was, fantasy yeah. but like he also played the they played the drug aspect up too hard because he's like no swallow this well, that's a good thing yeah. swallow no, this but that's a good thing you say about that like i do agree like they do both buy into the fantasy because she's been living this fantasy fantasy that she's basically Marilyn Monroe. Right. right. Like she feeds into that with everybody that says something to her. She feeds into it yeah. and does, you know, like just, she does want to be m- like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Had they played that up and like took out that whole like psychology guy and the fucking Moriarty like storyline, I would have rather have seen Meryl kind of be seduced by him, but like in a psychology psychological yeah. level. I mean, as it is, it's like too subtle to even think like that's what the he, filmmakers wanted you to believe, but like it, we, we it, can it we was can, trying to get there. Yeah, we yeah. can, we, trying we to can get assume there. that and maybe just form our own speculation about it, but yeah. like to be 100% sure that's what they really wanted you to think, that's up to you. So yeah. I'm going to say I'm going to say it's a 5.5 5, but with the with the recommendation that go watch this movie, see what it was attempting to do and also appreciate I think Dennis Dennis Christopher was trying to do many hats in probably a movie with a budget and a direction that wasn't that great, but he was doing it. Yeah. Yeah, he was known as like an up and coming like actor at the time for something else he did prior to this. And I read like an article and I don't remember exactly what it was right now. But I think he does a good job. Yeah, but like I at the same time, like he's not like an actor that blows me away. No. Like I think a lot of the stuff he does in this movie is really like just, just corny. He's well, he's just doing impersonations of other act- right. actors. Right. But I think yeah. everybody in this movie is a kind of a little corny. They're all kind yeah. of exaggerations or yeah. characters like the yeah. producer, the mother is always like 
Oh, and when he bur- like when she dies and he burns the books, it's like prune- he burns the books. Prunes for hell. Prunes for hell. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, carrots are good for you. This yeah. holistic <laughs> bullshit that she was selling him. Like, yeah. Benny. Benny. Man, uh, I'm gonna give it a five. If I'm being honest, I think that this movie. <laughs> That's fair. I think this movie is two movies. Like, I think on one end of the spectrum, we have a movie that I would like to see now about Eric Bimford as this weird psychological, you know, unhinged individual obsessed with movies. He has a psychiatrist trying to reach him. More scenes maybe of Moriarty doing his job and talking to him and seeing him become unhinged, maybe not stopping it. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have this movie that's like Terror Train with him dressing up as all these like classic horror characters. Oh my god, nothing is comparable to Terror Terror (laughs) Train now. You know, like conceptually like cranking that 80s stuff to an 11. Right. Being self-aware. Right. But I feel like being not. This yeah. movie, I don't know if it knows how to split the difference. And it doesn't. So you have scenes, <laughs> there are so many scenes in this movie where I was like, is this real? Like, is this happening? Mm. And then at the end, after all of these scenes that are happening in quick succession. I mean, that's the majority of the movie for me. I was always questioning if something was really happening or not. Right. Like, then, well, like, no, I really did think, like, I've really honestly thought, like, the one part where I was like, this is definitely a dream was when the whole fucking movie thing happened and then he went home and it was real. And I was like, yeah. well, that's fucking weird. Like, what are the actual chances of that happening? Like for him in his position, I felt like it was like just way too forced. Like it was forced writing, like just to a degree that it should not have been. And then you, it, yeah, you mean you just you just hitchhike and then it's Tom Atkins and you're pitching him a movie and Tom Atkins yeah. is like, I'm going to be in your well, movie. Jessica. I mean, like that's called bad writing in the sense that like <laughs> you're, you're, you're doing that just to just propel your your right. your descent into madness for you're the right. character, which Ab- is just absolutely. And right. if it was in his head, if he met this producer and he was like, Ma, we made it. And like there's even a scene earlier after he kills his mother that he puts up the newspaper clipping of her death. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, is this going to become a pattern? Is he going to put up all the clippings? Are we going to see that scene? Are we going right. to see his progression? No, we don't see that at all. No. What if what if that is true? I mean, maybe I'm giving this movie more credit, but what if that is true and the fact that like him meeting him was actually a dream and then when the producer is startled by him, he really legitimately doesn't remember him. Yeah. And it's well, all but you never that's the thing. We never know because it's too ambiguous. He interacts with no one. If you're I guess I guess we're you're making too much of an assumption of the movie. Right. To yeah, whether I th- it's I, true or I not. I think you're trying to dig too much into a movie that you shouldn't. No, like, no, I agree. I, I do think this movie is that like you shouldn't do that. It's I think it's pretty much a face value movie. Yes, and but I'm, I could see this movie getting remade now and then making a lot more of a psychological well, th- thing. That, yeah, oh no, absolutely. That that base track of like how much does media influence your tendencies right. and violence is something that's going to be timeless. It's just a question of can you do justice or not. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, guys, I'm going to announce the next movie. It was a Patreon pick by J Rock, the Game Rocker. From director Wayne Berwick, he doesn't have much to mention, um, starring Jackie Vernon, who you might know as the voice of Frosty from all the Frosty cartoons. Oh, wait, the Wendy- Happy birthday! <laughs> exactly. Wait, the Wendy's Frosty? No, like the chocolate? No, like, no. The, like Frosty and the Snowman. Oh, okay. Um, or Frosty the Snowman, I mean. They came for dinner... To find out they were it. It is Microwave Massacre from 1983. I've been following you a very careful diet. Well, you are what you eat. I hope not. All right, so some new patrons to mention. Steve Morrison, David, and Vinnie Malove. Malave, Malave. Until next episode. Say you love.
Because of the end of civilization, the clamp cable network now leaves the air. We hope you have enjoyed our programming, but more importantly, we hope you have enjoyed life.